0: Okay, go on, Helen, you start.
1: Hello. (laughs) We think we didn't know how to start by now.
0: Lovejoy, actually.
1: (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Lovejoy, actually, a recap podcast about lovejoy, we're very, very excited. Oh, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Helen. I'm Em. And I'm Paul. And
2: we have got extra voices on the podcast. And they are voices you haven't heard on our podcast, but you might have heard them on their own podcast. i being very mysterious here. I'm <laughs> going to let them introduce themselves to you now. And hopefully we have some crossover fans. And if we don't, we will after this. Yeah. So, Mark, do you want to go first?
3: Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. I'm used to saying, hey,
2: maniacs. (laughs) All right. Well, so you might have given us a little clue. Do you want to say who who you are and where you're from?
3: (laughs) We host the Midsummer Maniacs podcast, which is a recap podcast for Midsummer Murders uh together and we do that every week one episode a week so you may have seen
2: quite a few we've definitely retweeted one another so hopefully you've brought in some of your fans and hopefully ours are all uh listening and yes you will have seen these folks on our our twitter feed and you should give them a follow because they're fantastic and today before i pass back to helen for her wonderful summary um i'm gonna we are we are gonna be talking all all of us all five of us about the episode double edged sword but i'm just gonna reveal our cocktail in case anyone wants to run off and make it you see because they they want to drink along so this was an easy one this one uh there is a cocktail called a bloody samurai oh. not as in your bloody samurai yes i can when i say it in a northern accent it doesn't have the right ring to it a bloody samurai as in you know it's meant, it's meant to it's meant to give you chills not sort of nostalgia for like (laughs) in last of the summer wine (laughs) anyway it's called a bloody samurai it has things in that i can't pronounce or i'm not entirely sure what they are so i'm just going to post it in the show notes and (laughs) you can you can uh, pause and make it what booze is in it what it's got whiskey in it it's got whiskey in it it also has wasabi syrup in it which frightens me as a concept but very appropriate then it says either this is amazing a small cucumber roll or tempura shrimp. Oh no, I don't
1: like this cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's basically whiskey and I mean, shellfish. I mean, I like a dirty martini. Like I'm not uh, there's nothing wrong with putting savoury food in a drink. But I'm sorry. A
2: shrimp a is a step. Tempura too far, shrimp
1: isn't it? is
2: maybe a step. Two. A tempura shrimp, not just a shrimp. Or or a cucumber it would get roll. It's so
3: soggy. Yeah.
1: The whole point of tempura
2: is that it's light and crispy, not mm. cucumber. Yeah. A cucumber roll is alright though. You have cucumber and gin. <laughs> but I'm not sure about cucumber and whiskey. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Can I, I am, say I something am.
0: about Midsummer before we start? Um, I just want to say that there's also a crossover in Midsummer between the writers. And that's why I think even if you watch Lovejoy and enjoy Lovejoy and you've never thought to give Midsummer Murders a try, because it's a it really is a crime procedural rather than a random antiques man pretending he's a detective. I don't really know. What, what
1: is
2: that?
0: that? <laughs> Which is very relevant to the episode we're about to yeah. discuss. We have picked the best crossover episode. Um, but, yeah, Midsummer Jeremy Paul wrote for Midsummer. Um He's one of our favourites. We like Jeremy yeah, Paul. Yeah, and um, and somebody else and Terry Hodgkinson. I wish I could remember who this somebody else was. <laughs> it Was it Roger Marshall? Mine. Because if it was, he's written this one. I hoped it was Roger Marshall, but I can't remember. Roger Marshall has had a big hand in sort of British TV
1: over the last 30, 50 years. Um, I actually had, because as you can probably tell, listeners, Mark and Sarah are not from London. Um, So... I just, I was guess I was kind of interested in. I, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, although actually that's all we do. So I don't know why I'm saying right, that. Let's
2: go back to say, have you been to this yeah, podcast yeah, before? Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I'm just kind of curious about, um, yeah, why Midsummer Murders? I wouldn't have thought it was a particularly big hit across the pond.
3: Oh, it's huge. And I think even before we had BBC America, it was on PBS here, it was on our public television, which is always carried like Agatha Christie and Um, You know, all of the the British mystery shows. So so growing up, if there wasn't a Brit dying in a show, I didn't even watch it.
2: But even, isn't one of the most famous detectives... That you had in the US is, is was Angela Lansbury because we used to watch Murders She Wrote, but she's British, isn't she? Even though she was meant to live in oh, Maine really? or whatever. I used to yeah. love that. My mum
3: used to watch that. She's such a prolific serial killer. Yeah, it's just crazy.
2: <laughs> so, what view do you have? If so, looking at Lovejoy and Midsummer Murders, do you just think we're a hotbed of, of death and crime over here? Well, what, what does it? I'm interested to know what your image of the UK is. How, well, have you visited before? And they they didn't get murdered. No. They survived. They survived the trip. So there
1: you go. It's not that
4: bad. We've been to England both separately and together. We were actually in England roughly at the same time, almost a decade before we met each other. Early oh, wow. in the, around the time period that Lovejoy was coming out, uh, I made the ghastly mistake of a, a rookie mistake of going to Penzance on a bank holiday weekend. Oh. But uh, we love it there. We have lots of friends there. We're actually, we, there are plans to rent a canal boat at some point. Oh, I do like a, a sailing uh, version of the podcast. Not <laughs> sailing, but motorized canal. Oh,
3: amazing.
4: Boat. Yeah,
3: we've, we've been to the UK many times. And, and Mark is actually Canadian though he now lives in Indiana. So he's kind of closer to being British than I am.
1: <laughs> so halfway, halfway to He says sorry
3: when
2: people walk into him. That's the thing that the Canadians yes. and the Brits have in common, is this bizarre apologising when someone else does something to you. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes.
0: But it's 2.45 in the afternoon in Indiana, but it's it's not yes. here in the UK. It's the evening, so w- w- we're all drinking. <laughs> you say that as though, like, oh, if, any, if we'd done it your morning and our afternoon, we'd
1: all have been completely, we'd had a cup of tea. <laughs> uh no so to, oh yeah so we're gonna say what we're drinking I've, i'm just on the traditional prosecco but in a wine glass so you know it's very heathen of me but yeah i'm drinking
2: gin, oh, gin. i've got a pink gin although it's it sort of i've got this weird background on so you can't really see it properly but it is pink gin i've
0: gone for our um, Pinot, Pinot, traditional Pino. classic but classic i've choice. gone for the spritzer version because we learned i learned doing this podcast last year that you can drink like three of these, because they're like a little can of Coke or whatever, Uh, but they're not, they're really strong wine. (laughs) Then you're like, I wonder why I need to lie down. Um, So I've got the sort of the nice spritzed version of the Pinot Pinot Gris. Is. Excellent.
3: I think we can get Pinot in a can here. Oh, it's, That's it's, awesome. a, it's a,
0: an amazing innovation. It's, it's you, fantastic.
1: You say
2: it like it's a British delicacy. <laughs> Which I don't think <laughs> it is. So it's so you can oh. drink wine in a can. They're so sophisticated, it's those the, Brits. It's so you can drink it on the train when you're on your <laughs> on Oh, yeah. Train when you're on. a Labour
3: MP. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. So you just put one of those little snuggy things on it. Nobody knows that it's not a Diet Coke.
1: Exactly. 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 Tinker's breakfast. So. We're talking. We're talking. As Paul said, we're talking about series six, episode four, double-edged sword, a double meaning in the title, maybe as well. Indeed, um, there, there always is. So the little synopsis on UK TV play was a, they've uh, they've gone for a slightly different tack. They're doing more like a call to action in this one. <laughs> Join the lovable rogue of the antiques world for another adventure.
0: He's always a lovable rogue, isn't he? Have, I mean, lovable a...
1: rogue, very overused, but I
0: suppose adventures
2: quite a. They've just given up trying to give any kind of summary of what's actually going to happen, though, haven't oh, they?
1: well, so this is what's actually going Or is there happen. another
2: bit? Yeah. Is there another bit? Oh, sorry, a, I take it all back.
1: A businessman hires Lovejoy to find a priceless samurai sword stolen from his home. That is what happens. That, mean, is what that, happens. happens. Factual. Factual. that is what Factual, yeah. I mean, this one, to be honest, I mean, there is only really one main plot. I mean, there is a kind of subplot, but it's really quite, you know, A to B to C. I mean, I, I like that because it means I know what's going on. We had a
2: sword way, way, way back, didn't we? And it involved his daughter, and I thought that was a deliberate callback.
0: Yes, when she had the sword in the loft, in the attic. Ah, yes.
2: oh, yeah. Yes. Because, uh, and he does reference his daughter later on, and I thought, ah, you see, I was very proud of myself for remembering all the way back to, what, series two.
4: <laughs> uh, because I knew Helen did this. I copied down the description for where we watch Love Joy. Oh, I mean, oh go on.
3: Yeah.
2: let's compare and contrast.
4: Acorn TV in the US, uh, which provides all the best of British and one Canadian television show.
0: <laughs> 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 Wait, is it the one with the Mountie? What what's he called? No, Murdoch. It's oh. The, uh, no, I don't Murdoch, know, Murdoch
4: Mysteries, which uh,
0: Due South. That's the one. That's the one <laughs> I was thinking of.
4: Two South is the one with the Mountie. So mm-hmm. uh, the description here is double-edged sword, an 18th century samurai sword is stolen from a thug-like businessman named Frank Weimar. <laughs> he enlists Lovejoy to track down the missing artifact or else.
2: Or else. That's me. a much better description. M- much more detailed and I like the or else. Does it have a dot, dot, dot after I, think
4: it's it? not no, no. I think it's
1: finished. It's not finished.
4: I don't Will be the least of Lovejoy's worries.
1: Wow!
0: I like dun that. dun
4: dun! It's a lot That's more like, like dramatic, that. isn't I it? I do feel
0: they've put a lot more effort in that copyright. <laughs> they really they have. Like...
2: I, you know, they really, maybe they maybe they're paying paying him better.
4: So we managed to the title of the episode, and we managed to get to the synopsis, but now <laughs> I have two questions here: What is up with the synthesizer music in this? <laughs> Like, I went back and listened to season one and it does not have that.
2: No, it doesn't. No, you're right. We commented on that. That came in, in I think, series four, along with the awful titles. But then they got rid of those. They have titles like somebody had just got an acorn computer and learned how to play with it.
0: I think mm-hmm. it's because series one was in 1986 and then there was this big gap. And then yeah. everything else was in the 90s And technology, as we'll see in this episode Was moving 100%. so fast oh <laughs> There's so much technology in this episode Did
2: anybody else, I know we haven't got there yet Did anyone else write down Charlotte's clearly never used a mouse before Yeah,
0: I think we've got to, <laughs> yeah. we've got to get to that We've got to get to that That's going to be a full conversation
4: so then, My second question is Do you think the painting of Lovejoy Is done by Beth? Like Ooh. The-
0: oh, That's an amazing question I never thought that and that would explain why they got a new painting
4: no and i thought maybe that that painting which is kind of weird because it's like could you not have shaved before? <laughs> yeah but it's so sultry
2: it is he's got a bit of a mona lisa thing going on i'm wondering if that's deliberate in that picture the sort of mysterious you know where's he where's he looking i've almost finished my gin guys and we haven't got past we haven't actually got to the plot yet
4: and so i i have a question for sarah which is they've discussed lately on their podcast mullet or no mullet and I, i'd like to know your thoughts on mullet. no mullet <laughs> no mullet
1: right answer mm-hmm.
4: no mullet yeah.
1: See, I, he's just
3: there's just something classic about the mullet we did i have will to- say if anybody can pull one off ian mcshane is really the only yeah, person the
2: only one only that who is can true pull
3: one off yeah. but i prefer him without no, it and i actually prefer him with his glasses too Yes. Mm, yeah.
2: Interesting. I actually like him with his glasses. Mm. We asked another question, incidentally, um, although Double-Edged Sword didn't come out massively well with this. I did a, a poll to find out what people's favourite episode was in this series, and 17% said Double-Edged Sword. It's a good episode. I've forgotten what a good episode it was. But most people... Fifty-three percent of people who responded said "Over the Rainbow" was their favourite, oh, so. which is the one just before this one, but like one. by miles. And this this was the uh, this was the second one. So so um, this this series peaked too soon, really. Then it did, really. But but this this episode is good. I'd forgotten how good it was, and I could actually follow the plot, even though it was fairly clever, which
1: I like. Mm. Um, so yeah, written by. <laughs> Written by Roger Marshall, and then obviously watching the credits, Julia Sawala, that was exciting to see her. Playing name. the same character that she was playing
2: in the series she was in at the same time. Pretty bad. In some ways, yeah, there was slightly... Very sensible and green... It was the Greenpeace thing, I think. Yeah, I'm there was not a saying, little
3: saffron to There her. was a bit yeah, little saffron
2: going on with the whole Greenpeace and being slightly righteous. I realised
0: you know. when I when we were suggesting which episode to do that I'd really pushed the Julia Swallow point, and then I was like, is she big in the States? Does anyone care about her? <laughs> I don't really... Maybe not, but we bloody
2: love her. <laughs> Another callback, of course, is that her, her, her... dad's in it. Dad was in Love Knots, mm. which is a while ago. So that was series three...
4: No, no, her dad was in Bergerac.
2: And was in Bergerac. And was in Bergerac. Oh, oh was he?
0: We, we- I was
3: really glad when she took off the horrible wig. It was hurting me. Yeah. It like was physically paining <laughs> me. Was,
0: the wig was awful. I, I, yeah, it was pretty it was. Dreadful. It
1: was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as we get into this episode, the first thing I wrote down about the actual episode was... I feel like we haven't had sinister oriental music in a while.
4: Oh my God, slightly racist music.
1: <laughs>
0: slightly racist music, slightly like, racist episodes. My My <laughs> notes immediately were just, my notes are racist because I've written down a Chinese question mark carving. Oh, it's a sword. I was like, I know it's a samurai sword. What's wrong with me? I did
2: Helen and I saw some samurai swords when we were last. I remember pointing them out and saying these are coming up in an episode soon when we were last in the (laughs) V&A a year ago.
4: I want to know if they had the dun 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 music and then they <laughs> took it out because they thought maybe... Mm-hmm.
1: just fighting. And, and They, mean,
3: they, they were like, got and a, a, a racism yeah. dro- <laughs> dial and yeah. they just turned it down a notch.
2: Well, they're in Series 6 now. If it was Series 1, they would have done all of that. They would have had this ah. just, yeah. just general oriental mix, whether it be Hong Kong or mainland China or Japan or wherever. It would just be- this is they would have got Bert
0: Kwok back in. They would have got vaguely- Bert Kwok back
2: in. They'd have gone Pete prince philip with this episode but uh but no they didn't it was it was fairly restrained because the last one we got was the one with the chinese restaurant where they all had a fight and that was a whole that was in the last series so it's been a whole series since we had casual racism and yeah you
0: know, yeah Orientalism. but yeah someone's broken in and someone's breaking into a big sword. house
3: i was impressed by the grappling hook i don't think i could do that no <laughs> yeah like it's like a batman thing like it goes around and it hooks to itself and it was Very the up the building she goes.
1: burglars <laughs> but it's weird because like the, we so we see this sword and obviously it's got a beautiful like carved ivory sheath and um, the. <laughs> am I going to laugh every time she says the word sheath? <laughs> I am. She's I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> scabbard.
1: I've, I've had a yes, Yeah, Yeah, like yeah. Scabbard. Special. Scabbard. Um, but it's in like a display case. So I was a bit confused at this point. I was like, this doesn't look like a museum. Or a stately home that would, like, be open. But he's got his sword in, like, a little case that is very, obviously, very proud of it. But that's not normal. He's obviously... I you know, like, a will have, have a to send
0: guys... Uh, I might have... Uh, did I do it when I was there last? I don't think I did. I don't think I sent it to you. Uh, a little walkthrough of my parents' house. Because my dad, in the 80s, my dad worked in Iran and in India and in Russia and in the early 90s. And he just... All, kept, all the, the back. Country, all the...
1: Totally not questionable places Yeah, to and be. then when
0: apartheid was coming to an end in South Africa, he worked in South Africa for a bit. My, my dad's quite scary.
1: Anyway, that's a complete <laughs> aside.
0: But he has stuff in his house that looks a little bit like a museum, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Oh, okay. So it's not that unusual.
0: I've just He's not quite as scary.
1: Does he have a henchman like Weimark has, no, though? well, he's got my brother. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, which is in the same, isn't it? Cause it's, oh, no, it says it's Weimark's brother, isn't it, not his son? But anyway. Yeah, so someone's breaking it, and the alarm goes off. So it's like a very bad break-in. They break in, the alarm goes off, but they manage to get it right. And who do you think it is? Do we think it? Well, we'll come back to that. Who we think is the person doing the stealing?
4: Well, if if it is Joe doing mm. the stealing, okay, because you know mm. the show is twenty-five years old. I think we can talk about <laughs> <Well>, it. <squirming.
1: yeah. laughs> Controversial. <laughs> Why does she just
4: not come downstairs and take it? and go away like like i don't understand why she has to break in maybe she wants
0: him to feel violated i mean i feel like i should talk about, to, it's like about staging the break and she doesn't want him to know she wants to
2: stage it so it looks like a proper break-in i guess so maybe she's worn i mean i don't know why that would involve having to it seems like, quite down dangerous because you could get arrested if
3: you're gonna do it do it properly well a proper break-in by a bad burglar <laughs> I guess
1: Yeah. I and mean, it's pretty bad like the alarm goes off but then actually that's fine no one seems bothered and she met
4: well, the burglar if the alarm goes off they just yeah. like oh okay the alarm's off I guess I can go right that just means hurry yeah <laughs> just
2: get but like, it, maybe maybe then maybe though that it, then it is her because if somebody had come in she could have just immediately like taken the garb off she, she'd heard someone come where's in where's she putting the I was I was in my room I heard a noise I came in what's happened maybe she had a, a backup plan Maybe I'm thinking about this too much.
3: I always sleep in a balaclava. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a new facial moisturizer thing.
2: She hears footsteps. She whips the balaclava off. She throws it under a cushion. I don't know. I'm thinking about this in I, too I, much, yeah. detail. So my
4: first thought was, how does she get the wig under the belt? Bal- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: was going to say she'd be quite easily identifiable because the balaclava would be out here with yeah. that hair, wouldn't yeah. it?
1: That's <laughs> it. Oh, <dear. laughs> Um, so and then we go to Lovejoy and we see Jim now you I know it's we've been a s- while Jim whatever his name is Lovejoy Jim Leonard. Leonard Jim Leonard what happened with Jim Leonard before what story was that I, was it the Clint. taught him everything he knows they, he basically conned him so Jim Leonard was like Lovejoy's mentor who had um, you know yeah mentored him sort of taught him everything he knew and then he All came scams. back and sort of like scammed Lovejoy didn't he it was off. the cricket episode I remember
3: now yeah, it
2: was the and all I remember about that episode is Tinker explaining cricket and then M interspersing it in the in <laughs> our episode. That's all I remember. Anyway, did, he nicked the stuff when they were asleep, didn't That's he? That's right. Yeah. But Bump then it off,
1: and then, but he's obviously come back. He obviously doesn't. He th- thinks, so well, Lovejoy won't care, and Lovejoy is you know keeping his enemies closer type of thing, isn't he? So he's like, yeah, Jim is back, but I'm going to get my revenge on him. But actually. Oh, it's- Feels like a bit of a game, though, isn't it? It's a sort of, oh, he got me. Oh, now I got him. And it,
2: it's a sort yeah. of very bizarre relationship. They they're have. helping him to furnish. Talk about
4: bizarre relationship. What is he doing with that horse?
0: I know. <laughs> so they're, they're helping Jim uh-huh. to furnish a house. and But part of that is they've given him a rocking horse. And all I've written is, Jim loves the rocking horse.
2: He does. Very, oh, he
0: really a, does. And then I've written a very English nostalgia. Did I write down what his English nostalgia was? No. I, oh, feel I think like just he for said like nanny, nanny in the yeah, nursery, or in something. the
1: nursery or something.
0: Yeah. He talks about
2: the rocking horse. So it took me to all these places. This, this rocking horse. I used to find rocking horses really creepy. creepy. It's yeah. the kind of thing in a horror film where they open the door and there's nothing there, but it's just the rocking horse rocking
3: itself slowly. It's moving.
0: Mm. Yeah. Now they touch- do
3: drop that it's a Collinsons. Yeah. of liverpool which is like this famous rocking horse company but then when he straddles it he's like oh marmalade <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so it's not nice uh, is
0: it it's wrong. It's he, he, is, he does a very good um like it's not he's not sleazy
1: he's just creepy it, and he doesn't kind
0: of right on the edge yeah. yeah
3: yeah
1: but also like So this is kind of the subplot. Well, you think, okay, this is going to be the subplot where Ludger is going to get his revenge on Jim Leonard. But he doesn't, does he? And does he have a plan to get his revenge on Jim Leonard that goes wrong? He totally does get his revenge
2: on Jim Leonard in the... He sees... No, he really does in so many ways because Jim Leonard, when he gets robbed and he, yeah. he loses his trousers and Charlotte turns up to <laughs> rescue him and Lovejoy comes... Yeah, that, it is. Is that very orchestrated,
1: funny. But, but is that orchestrated by Lovejoy? He, Lovejoy
2: knows what's going to happen. Lovejoy says, oh, that's where I'd have taken her. Uh, he, he OK. He knows, he knows something's going... He knows enough to go, do you know what? I'm just going to let whatever's about yeah. to happen happen. Oh, it's even better
1: than I thought. He lost his trousers. I suppose that's it. I suppose I was thinking, but he didn't, you know... It was more like he let something bad happen to him rather and than And he takes a fee actively.
2: out of his wallet and the guy and he loses his sword. So take well, and away. I
3: I do think Lovejoy encourages him to bid higher and higher. He does by bidding he, against yeah, him and then yeah, backing yeah, out yeah, right at the end. Yeah. So he costs him fifteen it's grand. It's like
2: microaggressions. Basically, <laughs> there are about ten ways that Lovejoy very subtly
1: gets his own back and when they all add up, Jim has not had a good twenty four hours. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And then we um so we see some ra- I put some random bloke, but who we later find out is Harry Weimark, uh, waiting around for Lovejoy. Two gee I've put a dodgy man, two geezers. <laughs> yeah, two geezers. So the other geezer is Frank Weimark. For some reason I've written Frank with a CK, as I've written a, got a bit French in my notes. But yeah. Frank as in What's his name?
4: Frank. Well it's Weimark with an H. Well, it's a big
0: favorite
1: don't they? Like Reminds me of Family Guy. No, is that where Stewie's like
3: cool whip? Oh, yeah, cool <laughs> whip. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why They're, of course, like instantly quoting uh, Indiana Jones at this point because <laughs> so he's the villain in the third Indiana Jones movie, uh, Julian Glover, and oh, he's actually in the very first from. episode of Midsummer.
0: oh Oh, Oh my god we accidentally did the most perfect (laughs) 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 we did did.
2: we're gonna have a lot of these i think we know our material both both of us us (laughs) know our material well enough
4: (laughs) you have you have actors that you see and you repeat lines whenever you see them everybody does this and so whenever i see him i'm always quoting the night from last crusade where he goes he chose
3: Poorly. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is the best line as well. my yeah. like face whole, melts off or something, and doesn't that it? whole
1: thing. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- oh, I I used to be so scared of that when I was younger.
3: It was um, scary. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we were re watching this episode. We've seen all the Love Joys, of course. We were re watching it. And I completely forgot that when Frank is threatening Love Joy, he goes, Bleh! yeah. yeah. Bleh! What is that about? <laughs> Well, I it's think to that do with. It reminded the me of, of my research. dad.
2: What was Rich, it? to do with? It's to do with ritual disembowelment. He explains ah, about the sword and what it was used for. I can for. bring in Sepuchin. my research
0: here. My research, which was furnished uh, by a thirteen-year-old, <laughs> which was. Now, I'm probably going to get the pronunciation of this wrong, but he said basically the samurai had three swords. One was your katana, one is your wakizashi, which is what this sword is. And so your katana is your main blade, your wakizashi you hold in your offhand. And then he said to me, which is I think what Polly's going to touch on, then he said to me, and there's another sword or something, and that's called like a kopu, but I don't really understand what that's for. And I think that... Is what Frank is talking about when he goes, yeah. because he's talking about the ritual. Seppuku yeah,
2: is the name of the the ritual, which is basically where you. Um, it uh, Harry Carry is the general term, meaning bas- basically meaning suicide, honourable suicide. Yeah. Seppuku literally means disembowelling yourself.
0: It, do you do it because you, you're really embarrassed?
4: You in your <laughs> research about swords, that the sword in question in this episode, the sword. Shown in the beginning, the sword talked about endlessly it is not a double edged sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Sure, that didn't even occur to me. It didn't occur. It didn't occur to me. It should have done. I'm not. I must admit, I'm not that interested in swords. And now I've looked this up. I'm going to get the weirdest ads. Having looked this up on my phone. Oh, all join the my... club, sister. <laughs> I <have> no idea. <laughs> Although, if there's ever a murder near you, and the police sort of go,
3: Oh, they're coming. There's,
2: there's this person. She's looked up. You know, um, different. All these weird, different ways
0: of death and how poisons, to... poisons, karate. Yeah. Can you die in a
3: dryer? I exactly. I've looked at all. Um,
0: up. By wheel of cheese, that's my favourite one. But I don't know if you've got as far as the wheel of cheese yet, because I think that's when um, my boyfriend it's Neil yet. Dudgeon joins, and he's—is he John Barnaby? Yes, come. he's
4: John Barnaby. We are in the John Barnaby phase now. Oh, Speaking of him. casual racism, there is a clear gap between old Barnaby and new Barnaby. Of oh, we're completely woke and have no racism now. Yeah.
0: So- <laughs> Actually, there was. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was a scandal as such, well, it, but it there was, was definitely a thing here in the UK no, about. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Have there ever been any people of color at all in Midsummer? And they were no. like, no. But then they yeah. were like, well, so they, of course not. It's Midsummer, and then people in Lovejoy were like, um, but
2: what? <laughs> I'm amazed. Yeah. There's anyone in Midsummer because they've had so many murders that why does well, a a, a why, how is anyone it doesn't matter how is anyone <laughs> still there's still how is anyone a still living there. If there were that many murders in like Somerset, you get the feeling because it's not meant to be like a, a highly populated, a heavily densely populated county, is it? Anyway, sorry. That's a
1: anyway.
3: Yeah. Well, and you guys must see this too. So we see um, uh, like actual news stories, I'll put that in inverted quotes, that mention Midsummer and like do these like, are there really more murders in Midsummer than there are in these counties where it's supposed to be set? Oh, are they? Like, are you seriously asking ex- <laughs> <So> that? <they> go, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, gonna say, not.
1: I'm gonna say, yeah, definitely are more murders in midsummer. In midsummer, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, mean, I
3: think we would have heard of it, and then you see references to Lovejoy, like, oh, that antique really isn't worth that, or blah blah blah. <laughs> I was looking into this episode, and there was all this. Speaking of controversy, like, that's an ivory wakasashi. You actually couldn't own that now because it would be against yeah. the law because it's ivory and. Um, you know, so they're greatly devalued, so it would only be worth like $2,500. Yeah, this and, was
2: 1993. Yeah, i like by this point, yeah, you know, 94. blood
3: diamonds everywhere, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly, I for
4: everybody. An episode of Midsummer where they go to Brighton and two characters get beheaded, and I did research on the murder rate in Brighton, which is 1.2 a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: Brighton's quite um. It, Murdery?
4: If two people were murdered with their heads cut off in Brighton in twenty four hours, the Met would move its office. Down. I mean,
2: it would be it would be exactly. big news. It would be big news we had in an it. episode in Brighton.
0: Episode of I Joy did manage to say in the last episode of Love Joy, actually though that uh, one in four women get murdered by men, which was obviously <laughs> incorrect because we're all still alive. Um I just I was a bit drunk and my stats were a little bit off. So, um, sort of like yeah, in, in, in the you know. summer,
3: in which case that might be true. <laughs> that might be true, and right, that which, man would be a vicar.
2: <laughs> you know, he was always 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 a vicar.
3: Always um,
2: a vicar. We're about five minutes into this episode. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's okay. So they're looking uh, at Helen to. So, okay, back.
1: fine. So the sword has been stolen from from Frank weimark So it's a 17th century samurai sword, as we said, to the, the disemboweling <laughs> And basically, they. Yeah, they um for some reason frank wants lovejoy to get it back for him i think they think because lovejoy has got like prison connections yeah, and connections to that's the he underworld says, isn't it? he thinks oh lovejoy will be able to track or it down my
0: notes say oh because he's been in nick <laughs> That's literally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> this is the
2: first time ever I've heard Lovejoy say, "Why don't you go to the police?" And he got a great response, which is, "I only go to the police
1: when I don't want something found." <laughs> which um, I think was kind of Lovejoy's um, feeling about the police as well. Normally, so. in every other yeah.
2: yeah, but he's
1: quite creepy, Frank, isn't he? He's, he's
2: bit, very uh, scary He does that thing that my dad does of just being quite suddenly calm his and quiet. foot hurts. Mm. And then so, yeah, and suddenly his foot went, uh, We never did. We ever find out what he'd actually done to his foot? It was just.
3: Oh, I know. Oh wow. There's just Okay, so uh Jim kicks the boot on the tire. Ah. But Frank's foot gets hurt.
4: Maybe they're connected.
0: Maybe Jim and Frank are psychic He does think
2: though, you're absolutely right. He'd have forgotten that later on. It's yes, the only,
3: it's true. the only explanation. Like, I don't know if they got confused <laughs> like about that Like, it's some bizarre voodoo doll or maybe. some weird yeah. voodoo-y tie. They have a psychic connection. Yeah. Like, maybe ah. guys can share thoughts or something. Must be that. I don't know.
1: And then we see in Frank's house a little picture of Julia Sawala. So, obviously, at this point, I'm like, oh, that must be <laughs> his. Who I didn't even
0: freaking recognize, Chekhov's, which is really stupid. Chekhov's daughter. Yeah. Chekhov, <laughs>
3: Chekhov's daughter, yeah. <laughs> Okay, see, so I think Frank goes to Lovejoy because he has a copy machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: <laughs> yeah. he can make
3: all those posters.
1: This is true. This but is all that's what's hilarious. So, like, they give him two grand and say, you've got to find this sword by Friday. The deadline is always Friday. Always, always Friday. Friday. And we never because know. Because they have the weekend off. And, we, and yes. we never know what day it is when they say this. So they go, oh, by Friday. And you're like, well, is it Monday or is, is it Thursday? Because like, it's quite a difference. Yeah. 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 Um, but you're, and, but you and I love that, like, so Lovejoy, rather than like, using his criminal connections, or asking the many people that he knows, he decides to, as if he's lost a cat. Yeah. He decides <laughs> to, 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 to print, print off a sword. Yeah. sword. To just he To 2 print on copies. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like a picture of the sword looking sad, you know, last scene on. It's
4: hilarious. <laughs> when we started Midsummer Maniacs, we were research crazy. And so I remember the first couple episodes, I had calendars, right? And I was like going this is not working. The time is, and then I realized every episode, the days don't line no. up. Can <laughs> no. you try, try really
3: to do it hit. by like outfits? Like, oh, if they changed outfits, it must be the next day. Be day. No, because no. they go back to the old outfit sometimes. <laughs> and you can't figure out <laughs> how it's long it's Basically, it's a
1: continuity passed. nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so lotto has got his wanted posters. Oh, but no, he does have one other avenue, which he asks, he asks um, Charlotte to make a computer search.
0: Oh, no, wait, wait one second. We should really say Charlotte needs Lovejoy to help her out with an auction of furniture. She, he needs to price up the furniture. yeah. And yeah. instead,
1: he's photocopying Lost Sword yeah. flyers. Because he's scared, he's scared of these guys, right? I mean, they, they I do threaten really, him. yeah. yeah but, the but, two of them are rather sweet here, though. I love
2: the whole Lovejoy. You only had to ask.
0: Yeah, but Beth and Tink are like, Lovejoy, remember you've got to do this auction. So then he goes to Cavendish Auctions. And this is where we have the bit where I've written in my notes... Sarah and Mark are going to go crazy for this bit (laughs) which is and
1: actually I think it might be a bit later on when it becomes the bit with the
2: mouse is later when she's doing the search when she she finds it the second time but I think
1: I mean we do go to a different um, scene but then we do I mean it's pretty much because I've written the next thing I've written Charlotte and computer search the mouse yeah so Lovejoy
0: basically says Charlotte I'm looking for a sword can you make a computer (laughs) search oh it was though, it was so cute. It was a bit like, you remember, so this was around the
2: time that the most exciting thing you had was Encarta. Did you have Encarta? And now we've got Wikipedia. You couldn't even imagine. Encarta, you used to type something in and you get an entry that was about that long. You're, Great, I can do my homework because I've got an entry I, that long that I found on Encarta. Because
0: I'm a tiny, tiny bit older, and I mean, literally by not even 18 months, I don't think, older than Polly and Helen. Uh, yeah. I remember this so distinctly. It was my... Second year of college, so it was 1997 going into 1998. And I suddenly learned that you didn't have to stay within AOL to find things. You could go <laughs> on to Internet Explorer and find things. And I was in a play and I was Eleanor of Aquitaine and I could suddenly find like all these web pages that nerds had done for Eleanor Vacutane and I was a Eleanor Vacutane nerd and it was the most validating moment of my life. I was suddenly like, oh, there are people like me.
3: <laughs> and clouds I had open, to them on the internet. Yeah,
0: there are people like me and they live on the interweb. It's incredible. And then in the end, I married one of them. But, does, I but, um, yeah, so he asked Charlotte to make a computer search. But surely, I mean, when was this episode from? 94. 94. What is she searching on? Only her own database,
1: right? Well, I, I think it must
0: be. I don't, know
4: what she, I don't know what she's searching on because I, I look very closely at anything <laughs> made because, and I don't know if you guys know this. So, we that you see, uh, web addresses on Midsummer. Hmm so mm. one of them i bought
1: <laughs> i
0: know so this I one is the travel, travel agents
4: isn't it <laughs> travel.co.uk if you go there it goes to our website
1: oh amazing
4: so i uh, there were no addresses because i double checked because i was going to go buy it and then have <laughs> you guys go and have it
2: i reckon it's some kind that. of database in the same way that libraries i remember searching on library databases at this time that were
1: not web but I think how
0: would she have the song like, on her bloody database no no but like you know
1: like in france they used to have that minitel and that was around like from like the 80s yeah. and that was like Things were—I don't know how it worked technologically, but it wasn't like the internet as we have today. But it was things were connected up. You could look up like train times or whatever in like yeah. the you know. So there was, it must have been a similar thing to that. Yeah. But so so the whole
3: conceit of- is that antique dealer—they would buy something at a sale, and they would immediately go back and <laughs> enter it into the database so that she could then <laughs> search for it, like. Okay, maybe Sotheby's and Christie's might be doing that, but not this guy selling at the local flea market. Yeah. But again, this that. is
2: Chekhov's database, because the reason it's so relevant, Em, is it comes back later yeah. on as yeah. a route to get Lovejoy to this particular the main, place. The main think. things
0: I've written down is, Charlotte is going to do a computer search, but then she picks up her fax. Maybe her <laughs> passwords are in her fax, And then the bit that we've touched on earlier, but I feel we do need to talk about, the mouse.
1: I mean, what I love is because it reminded me, you know how like when all sort of um, technology used to be like that sort of beige plastic or maybe a bit of grey, <laughs> yeah. that's what it, I was like, wow, everything was that colour, so it didn't matter if it sort of got a bit nicotine stained in everyone's house, but obviously where everyone used to smoke as well. <laughs>
3: It's like every computer lab in every elementary school you've ever been in yeah, are, absolutely. are yeah. those computers.
1: So, yeah, just the brilliant. The mouse was just amazing. I mean, I feel like we should put a picture of it on Twitter Wait, It's or because she,
0: instead of having the mouse, and this would be a mouse with a rollerball, like not a laser yeah. mouse that like we would use no, now, yeah, absolutely. Instead of somehow to do her search, she picked it up like it was a TV remote control. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and I did think, I wonder if Caroline Langrish... Had not necessarily used the computer because why would she? You, that's not, what I she thought. didn't really need to. So they and they, they one were one like, said, no, "Use no, the mouse." That's not like how you you're... do it. <laughs> but who there would have done? Would the producer? She thinks so I not? pointed
1: I at the computer and it does the thing. Well, now. I think because I you can tell I'm old because when I type messages on my phone, I just use one finger. Yeah, I do. Whereas all the all the kids use their both thumbs, don't they? Like this. Mm, Whereas yeah. I just use one. Mm.
4: If you want to see an exercise in in scariness, <laughs> in the latest episode of Midsummer Murders, they have the sergeant explain what a meme is to Barnaby. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to see
0: that. Oh, that I've amazing.
3: That. it's painful. It's um, really painful. So, do you guys think they're trying to imply that, that Charlotte? Is savvy with the computer, like as savvy as we can oh, expect yeah. her to be? I think
2: she's meant to be like cutting edge. Oh, I can look it up on my computer because I've been, I've lived in New York. I'm a woman of the world. I I've can, done, I can she's do a computer search because they have computers in New York.
3: She mentions New York later. So I was kind of thinking Lovejoy with his divvy superpowers, wouldn't he just be able to like think about it think and know Peter's where it is? At I know where computer. it is. Yeah. yeah
1: um but i love the search terms she literally types in samurai <laughs> and then swords but yeah nothing comes up sadly strangely weirdly
0: yeah. but because also... why would the
1: thief have put it in a freaking database anyway but also exactly i mean <laughs> but also like um there's a moment between lovejoy and charlotte but then she says something like i don't know like he's like oh thanks for helping me out or something you know and she's like oh you only have to ask and she says oh we're not that close these days oh well we said that
2: but in, the, but in the previous episode the last episode they were fairly they close were, they actually. were like what? very close
4: they are in a hotel room yeah well,
0: like, yeah I, actually that's I think that was close as it gets isn't it really they are
1: the epitome of an on again off again relationship
0: and i but we don't know why i
1: think i don't mind that i think that's that's it's more like if, if you know you would understand it if like there's the passion and then something happens and they fall out and there's a, a plot point but actually it just seems like one episode there it's all on and that's when it's off and we don't really know why. It was, why.
2: Probably it was the first episode of this <laughs> first episode of this series where it really jarred because they got all, you know, mm-hmm. they got it on in America and then they uh, came back and got it
4: off. Well, let's be honest, he does read Peter and when to <gasps> her.
2: Oh yeah. he does.
0: Oh, it gets they <laughs> get very close It's lovely. A, it's, it is. It really is lovely.
4: That's romance one oh one right there. Like that's some good stuff.
3: It certainly says we're not just an occasional booty call for one another. Like, we actually have something special that may not be consistently super serious, but is always there, I think. think
2: Well, again, there's another great callback in a bit when he takes her for fish and chips because they... They had that lovely sitting and eating fish and chips. Fish and no, chips the is fair. their thing. Yeah. This was the episode that I've referenced again and again, where he says cod chips and uh, mushy peas and pickled onions rice. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry now. Oh, oh that my one.
4: gosh! it
2: Love it. Yeah.
4: I am desperate for good chips.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I <didn't> have <laughs> do you like chips, chips in America.
4: No, the chip shop. I was like, oh. Oh
1: yeah. I oh, mean, I, I was, was a bit ch- like that, and I live here. Exactly, and I could just go and get them whenever I want. <laughs>
3: They have chip shops in Canada, but they don't have them in the US. Oh, so, like, so Mark misses them. You think yeah. there could
1: be like a niche market for like, you know,
3: yeah, sort of chip.
1: a yeah. chip shop. Mm. That's
2: true. And then do we go to the, is it the auction that we go to now? Oh, what I love is so... We have been to a good auction Lovejoy hears that
1: Scatty Herbert, <laughs>
2: that was it, I, was, I, <laughs> I the
1: best? thing it. should be the told, name of our band,
0: Scatty Herbert. Yeah, Scatty oh.
1: Herbert's told Lovejoy that there's a sword at auction in Bury on Wednesday afternoon, and then suddenly they're at the auction. So we don't, I mean, again, what day was it? Anyway, let's not think about timelines. Presumably this is Bury St.
2: Edmunds and not Bury in Lancashire. Yeah, yeah, Barry I, St. I think, yeah. I've i actually
0: written down <laughs> Bury St. Edmunds, but I think they yeah, might just
1: they say just said Bury. Bury they yeah. did
2: just say Bury, and I always find it amusing. Yeah, but like, yes, yeah, so I mean, it was Bury
1: St. Edmunds as well. That's what yeah. I assumed.
4: It's English travel, so it's a place different from where they are, so it takes three days to get it. <laughs>
3: Pack a lunch, book a hotel. Mm. We're never going to make it. It's four no. hours away.
2: Yeah. No, Bury's about 45 minutes away from where this is set. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to Wales
0: at the end of the month. I'm not kidding. I'm going to Wales at the end of the month, and I've broken it up by staying in Bath because it felt <laughs> a little far. So I'm going to, it's to for Bath, like Bath. three hours away. <laughs> like. But my night in Bath, then I'll go to Newport. Anyway.
4: Knew, the first time I went to England, I drove all over the place. I rented a car, and I was like, Oh okay I'm I'm leaving Gatwick and I'm going gr- to drive to Hastings and I'm like okay it's going to take me all day it's like down by the ocean oh wait I'm here <laughs> <The ocean.
2: laughs> I love that thing anyone's ever referred to the English channel is the ocean yeah
3: <laughs> when you're in Indiana yeah I guess. we're yeah. locked except by a little bit of a lake so but Aww.
2: your your lakes are bigger than our Oh, yeah. she <laughs> yeah yeah
3: because
2: yeah. you're not that far. Well, also, I know you are because you're in the south, I guess. Because you wouldn't you be too far from Lake Michigan through, if you were. But you could take yeah. The
4: entire lake district, and put it in one of our lakes.
2: Mm,
3: yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh,
4: we have a thing in our podcast where we we say, "Mom, Mom, I got a part." And where this comes from is there was a show on HBO called Rome, and there were several naked people in the background who got bit parts, and it was like. The call that this person phones home and says mom mom I got a part on Rome tune in to watch me (laughs) naked right (laughs) this guy who has the porter who has the sword is (laughs) acting as (laughs) hard as he can
3: it's like his
4: big break he's gonna be in love joy (laughs)
2: Uncredited,
4: or as you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lovejoy, in Midsummer, we have to call it Grand Grand. I've got a part because mm. oh. it's Grand about being on Lovejoy, but that, that
3: man's name is David Arlen and he's credited as Cavendish Porter.
2: Oh, oh well, I'm glad he got that credit. That sounds like a beer, Cavendish Porter, it does. It? It does it? Sounds like quite a good a nice beer, beer. that my husband mm. would drink. It might be, I'm a beer. sure. Well, I feel like there must be a beer but called
0: Cavendish Porter. Did you guys go on IMDb? Has he been in anything else?
3: Um, he's been in a few things, but pretty minor I'm going to say he Casualty,
0: the bill. This really
2: was his big break. Yeah. This really uh, was his big break.
3: Unlike the hotel manageress.
4: Yeah. Oh, she, the was yeah. <laughs> she, she was scenery.
2: Yeah. She was my favorite character in the whole thing. It was the look on her face each time a different <laughs> person came in. It was a brilliant little bit of facial comedy. that. Yeah and and the and the very British thing of I'm just going to put the key back I'm just not going to ask I'm just going to turn a blind eye <laughs> she possibly. does it orgy. She, just, <laughs> she does it so brilliantly she does it. It was brilliant putting wasn't she putting the key back she does it with so much intent she does you but we're wonderful I think she was the best thing hands down in this episode
0: we're skipping yeah. ahead a little bit so, yeah, this we this are. Where, so they're
1: at the auction the, the sword is up for auction Um, this is where like yeah Lovejoy so basically he doesn't go into the auction and say look you're selling stolen property like let's take it off he lets Jim bid for it, so and like it would it, have been a much shorter episode if he'd just also, done that. It? this is where we learn that so Jim and
0: Sh- oh, the a-
4: brown coats. We've been trying to figure this out. Like, what, are those brown coats a? Uh, uh,
0: Oh, a porter. What like a porter wears? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like okay yeah, it's, like it's English shorthand for like this is a man who carries things. Or a caretaker, yeah. or like a yeah. Someone it's like, like your coat. Like co- you put it on over your um, clothes so they don't get dirty. So it's like a lab coat, a but you're not coat? in a lab.
4: Yeah, it's called a porter coat. <laughs> just an overall. You,
0: what
1: would you call it? An overall. overall. Maybe? Well, no, because an overall is more like an all-in-one thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I suppose. I don't. What, do you call those? I don't think we call depotter, it. So I should. I've literally know. never thought about.
3: <laughs> I have spent at least three hours trying to find what those are called.
0: But they are, th- They're I very they're much th- like the sort of. Please stop shouting at the podcast. I've remembered it is actually called a shopkeeper's coat. A shopkeeper's coat. Google it. You'll see what we're talking about. They are very much like a lab coat. So your lab coat goes yeah. on so the lab stuff doesn't go on you. But these aren't for people who work in a lab. They're for people who might get dusty because they're touching this old things the, or they're like, touching oil or, yeah.
4: The butcher coat is a different coat and they're f- little hats. That's right. a whole different thing.
3: Oh, like in a hotel?
4: No, no. Like, like- a butcher Oh, a yeah, no, that's
3: different. But I remember those brown coats from, like, Are You Being Served, right? Like, all the the behind-the-scenes guys wear those jackets. And then you see them in, like, auction houses and you see them in grocery stores sometimes in UK TV shows. But there's no name for them. I don't know what they're called. There
1: is a name for them. They
0: must have. I'm going to ask my husband Those jackets that
3: working people wear.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like a really quick shorthand for, like, oh, that's what that person's job is. Like, you see them in Monty Python. Like, oh, right. I feel like in the... um, Pet shop sketch. Yeah, I
3: was yes. Say, yeah, that's one with exactly what I read. Yeah, he's wearing yeah, the, I don't know, parrot, feels the a dead parrot. Yeah. It feels a bit classist that you guys don't even have a name for those.
0: You know. like, <laughs> I, I, those it it is are so, so
3: insignificant.
0: Yeah, that's
3: Why a very, very I need to it? refer to it. You I know? really
0: want to go back and see that. I know my place. Doesn't he have one? Does he wear he, they, it? They, he does. He does. I know my place. Three
2: Yorkshiremen. Yeah.
1: No, it it
2: Ronnie Corbett in the. The class sketching. Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the week it was, was it? That was the week that was,
0: yeah. Oh. That it was was. Week it was. Anyway. Contemporary anyway, reference anyway, anyway. from the
1: 1960s. Though, anyway, honest. yes. <laughs> nice shirt. So,
4: um, He's been on the bill because everybody's been on the bill, including, I think, have. we've all been on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> the bill and your
0: casualty. I've got friends who've yeah. been on the bill, for sure. When they go to the <laughs> auction, I got quite stressed out with how close Jim was to Charlotte. Because there was a kind of suggestion that he knew her in New York, and maybe he just took her out for dinner a few times, but he was trying to really play up the relationship and like, oh, Charlotte, my darling, how lovely to see you again. And she was Although she, she didn't,
2: like, her body language didn't suggest she was uncomfortable. She did the mwah, mwah, mm. kind of,
3: you know, like, ridiculous.
0: oh, here's the guy who buys me dinner. Great. <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: it was a bit... Uh, <laughs> I
0: didn't think, yeah. She
3: was she's... tolerating that personal space invasion yeah. i think it's just something she's used to that's the yeah since i got i
1: thought yeah. i, I seem like she genuinely like liked him because i think didn't she say so i was he, indifferent and therefore whatever yeah because after he went off like she's like jim uh, loved her was like oh you know him as well and she's like yeah Yo, like he's a nice guy or something she actually says like yeah. yeah what's wrong with him kind of thing so i think she just
4: uh he takes 25 year olds to his hotel room <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's not that nice a guy, really.
2: Is he deserves everything he gets. And when his trousers were stolen, I thought there could not be a more appropriate. That was brilliant. I thought that was yeah. marvelous.
1: So basically, Lovejoy manages to get into, get persuade Jim to get into this bidding war for the sword, and it goes up to like fifteen grand. So Jim ends up with the sword. And then you're like, why has he done that? Now he's got to try and get the sword off Jim. Yeah. Can I just say what I used to
2: love about this, and this is why I always wanted to go to an auction but was always too scared because I thought I might buy something accidentally, is oh, the... after does it beautiful. The, the little, wink. the wink. Oh. And it used to make me so like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the wink, the wink had a thing about the wink. It he was, was very oh, anyway. sexy. He was it obviously was like very in control wink.
0: of the auction completely, wasn't he? But I was surprised he was. that he didn't just keep bidding so he could get it because
1: you know it would have been a shorter
0: th- episode because then
1: he'd have gone there yeah. you go he didn't and by the have way to you are 15 grand he didn't even have to buy it he could have just said Tell oh it's police. stolen yeah like it was just and, right and and then he said he says don't you just love being in control i wondered, was that a reference to the british gas advert <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh yes oh yes oh my god it was that was god well spotted. how I did thought. you I mean, do, do like,
0: that helen there was an advert for British Gas, which was there basically was, it's that.
1: exactly this time. Yeah, wasn't well, it, so it? was very like you know fame, you know quoted. Yeah, it
2: was. Don't you just love bringing that's, control?
4: That's yeah. Live than the Scout reference.
1: Oh,
0: I did like
4: that when he dib. said "dib dib." Yeah.
3: Oh
0: yes, I like that. I wrote that down. I there, thought actually. what Lovejoy
3: was going to do was let Jim pay this high price for it, and then as soon as he had it. He was gonna call Wymark and say, Yeah, you're here it. in the pub and he's got it. Oh yeah, and wonder that would if, have been I awesome wonder revenge.
2: if I wonder if that was mm. the initial plan, but when he saw him go off with this girl, because actually his fatherly instinct, even though he doesn't know whose daughter she is, I don't think at this point, no, no, his instinct kicked in of do you know what this slimy creepy old man is like all over this woman. And I I actually think that bit the chivalrous sort of bit of him kicked in at that point. And that's what I think it was a spur of the moment. Decision to go, do you know what? I'm going to see where this goes. I know who's got the sword because he was genuinely annoyed when the sword, when the woman then nicked, when Joe nicked the sword. Lovejoy, you could see him go, oh shit, what have I done?
1: Yeah, because this is where Julia Sawala appears in a terrible wig. So I was very confused at this point, because obviously we saw Julia Swala, we knew that she was something to do with the Y marks, like possibly the daughter, because we've seen her picture. I didn't, I'm an idiot. Oh, so, yeah, so I was, (laughs) so I was like, okay, so she's, she's there now, she's trying to chase after Jim, who's got the sword. I was like, is this some kind of weird double scam by the Y marks? So I thought they were all in on yeah. it together. So like they'd got Lovejoy to get the sword, then got her to get it back. So then they could somehow con Lovejoy to say, oh, you didn't find the sword. You owe us more money or some, something. I don't know. Like I just thought that they were all in it together. Mm-hmm. And, I thought it was very, and I thought it was very clever for working that out, but I was wrong.
4: I'm kind of that Charlotte is so, has so much self-control that she didn't just immediately go, oh, my God, look at that wig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's too she polite, like, Charlotte. She's very, she's, she's you very know, but also, far too polite.
1: why is she wearing a wig? Because, I mean, they don't know who she is. Like, she doesn't need to disguise herself. <laughs> I wonder. Oh,
2: but mm, unless her... Oh, no, because then her father... I don't know. I haven't got a theory for that one. I haven't been able to think one up. No, you're, you're Maybe right. Maybe she just, just
0: didn't want... Because she... So so, Jo is there, we haven't really said. Julia Swire's playing Jo, and, and we learn her name a bit later on. And so she turns up at the auction, she sort of winks at Jim Leonard, and he's like, oh, I'm in there, off I go, bye. Bye, everyone, see you later. Um, And she is wearing a terrible wig, but I think maybe she's doing that because she knows she's going to do something a bit dodgy, so if, she, yes. if she, she was want reported to, to the police, she... she wouldn't want her actual... Appearance. And she's
2: wearing a wig that's going to be her most distinguishable feature. He'll say, oh, she has <laughs> she this, big, this a dyed wig. blonde, you know, <laughs> kind of curly, sort of wavy hair, whereas actually she's got very curly, darker hair. Yeah. So I, I reckon it was literally, you know, that's what he's going to remember about me, that and my tits, which is not exactly going to be, you know, in the police description, probably. I
0: had slightly lost the plot at this point because... I think, Polly, you said earlier on, at this point, Julia Swallow was in ABFAB or was about to be in ABFAB yeah. if she wasn't already. But I was still thinking of her as being in Press Gang. <laughs> so I was really stressed out because as far as I was concerned, she wasn't 25. She was about like 16. And I
2: was like, what is but this But either way, doing? he's a lot older. And this is, I mean, this was, this was presented as sort of slightly seedy and awful at the time. In this post-me too world, this was so uncomfortable to watch. When he goes in the bathroom and he's practically going, yeah, bleh, but bleh, she. Like there was a sort of Sid James side to him as he started running oh, that bath. Sid James. Really, no, in a... no, it was oh it was awful it was uncomfortable was anyone else uncomfortable i wasn't uncomfortable. well he doesn't we... know
3: how to be seductive yeah. he's like, no, he well i've got my trousers off let's talk about pressing pants and like, <laughs> yeah uh, wait a minute I'm just, like, like
2: wooing her
4: i tell you it made me hey. comfortable i overlooked the whole fact that you don't work bathroom door locks like
2: that <laughs> <laughs> i read that down i read have you,
0: has any of you ever been to a bathroom where you can take a key out and lock the bathroom from the outside? I haven't in a hotel, I have in a like a private house, but only because it's obviously been an it hasn't always been a bathroom, I guess. And also, the key wasn't there, there was just a keyhole. Like, I haven't ever been yeah. locked in or but out like, of a bathroom.
4: Okay, I if I'm running a hotel, right. <laughs> Why on earth would I even have that? Because that is just a nightmare to manage.
2: It is. People yeah. would take the keys, or do they give you your bathroom? Do they go and here's your room key, or oh, and here's the key to the loo? I mean, like, oh, is it just in there all the time? And people must. I mean, yeah, so many problems. There's an
3: upcharge if you want to get into the bathroom. You <laughs> yeah. take that key separate.
0: <laughs> you you get it out of a little vending machine at the side <laughs> of the you know whenever you. <laughs> so sleazy sleazy Jim Leonard has ended up in this hotel with um, which looks jokes. very
1: nice. The blue ball. It looks like look a nice. very nice hotel. I can't After wait, can't taken, wait. I mean, it's With to a, a to lovely restaurant. It is mind? a lovely restaurant. And, and look... quite
3: the bed. That poster bed is beautiful.
1: Mm, the poster I, bed is beautiful. I, I thought this is a nice hotel. So yeah, he takes her there. Obviously, this is his way of like trying to be seductive and classy. Like, look at me. I'll take you to this lovely oh, hotel. Although I do
0: feel like Joe was like that, that, I was going to say boy. He's not a boy. He's like in his 60s. That man's got the sword. And I need to get it. So I did feel like she was in control the whole way through. I really did feel that.
4: Now, now, did you have a moment, like I did, when his they cut to a point where his pants are off? And I'm like, did they do it already? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> did he do it with her? Because I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't, think oh,
3: that- I, didn't think, I
1: didn't think I thought that. It was uncomfortable. It was, it was so uncomfortable. And it was... Yeah, and then we got the juxtaposition of that. So they're they're at the Blue Boy, and then Lovejoy takes Charlotte to a wonderful fish restaurant. And, much and it is, I would much
2: prefer what yeah. they
1: had to what Charlotte wanted. I just want to say, and mushy peas. They had mushy and peas,
3: And pickled onions, and
0: pickled you don't onions. Want salmon I rest my case. The most
3: seventies <laughs> dish ever.
0: Yeah, Charlotte's kind of a bit nonplussed by this fish and chip shop isn't she
2: she wanted grilled grilled salmon with almonds she Almond. wanted Do almonds yeah, go on
0: salmon, salmon. i've never it sounds pretty doesn't sound, doesn't
1: sound well, like i mean good. it would kill me but that's oh yeah yeah polly's yeah, allergic <laughs> to almonds sorry so you know yeah, aside yeah. from that well honestly polly you're not missing out salmon with almonds doesn't no, doesn't do it. I feel like really. that's what they used to do, like, you know, in the 70s, it would be a case of, like, the salmon. With the with the almond slices, it's like the scales. Yes. I feel like that would be the thing, yeah. Yeah, anaphylaxis aside, it still doesn't do it for me. I mean, it, like I say, don't really, Polly, it's not, not a taste sensation that you're missing out on, I really, I can say you that. Didn't they did do that, just laid,
2: there was some poor bugger in the kitchen, his job was just to get those little almond flakes and just sort of...
3: Yeah, and you have <laughs> cheese fondue for an appetizer yes. and your dessert would be some kind of jello that had vegetables in. it. <laughs> That's the kind of meal that almondine goes in.
0: Well, I have I have a culinary point here because I've said I've written in my notes. Ooh, fish and chips. Lol, Vimto. Vimto. <laughs> then I've put in brackets, you can have hot Vimto if you feel a bit poorly. Then I've oh. put in capital letters. Oh my god. Do they have Vimto in the
1: states? <laughs> Probably not. I mean- they're not missing out. It's no idea. It's like a a fruit-based beverage. I mean, it's what even is current, it? Think, isn't it? But I think it's like... Current. Blackcurrant. But it's oh, like different... it's it got, got, got a, It's got a very special, like... Do you know Do you know Iron Brew? Yeah. So, like, that's no. yeah, got its own flavour. Like, it doesn't taste of anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just shit so it, Ribena. Vinto's a bit like that, but like...
3: I've heard of Ribena before. Yeah.
1: Ribena's lovely. But it's just crap Ribena. Vinto is like a very distinctive flavour, but that's like... A blend of fruits that no one really knows what's in there. I just realised,
0: I think I know a fact that in <laughs> North
1: America, one fact,
0: that in North America, they don't have blackcurrants. Like, they're what? not allowed to be in I'm Sure, in the they country. do have, sure they have
3: blackcurrants.
0: No, 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 they don't have blackcurrants. Oh, it might be blackberries. It's either blackcurrants or blackberries. One of them is not well, allowed why don't to we be
3: either. <laughs> we have blackberries, I can confirm
0: that. Yeah, but what about blackcurrants, which are different? Oh, Invento. so I
4: went into the grocery store for the first time and one of when i first moved here and asked for black currants and i was told we the raspberries are in
0: yeah there's something about oh, the way black so- currants grow that would be really really detrimental to the environment in north america so they don't have i it. can
3: see that so i have a you- question about the fish and chips yes right so it's all it's wrapped in the wax paper it would have been newspaper back in the day right but they don't do that anymore
1: it's just paper it's it's not even wax paper it's just okay
3: like butcher paper
1: yeah Yeah. where where do
3: the mushy peas go in there
2: oh they get a little little polystyrene pot yeah they normally put it in a little little pot that they then put in there they don't just slop it on top because it would be so
3: wet By the have you had mushy (laughs) peas if you had i have but i they came in like a styrofoam yeah yeah you know do you like them do you like them? Uh, I like fish and chips a lot.
0: I like it when you go to um, a restaurant and they say uh, you can have crushed peas. And then you're like, these are just mushy fish. Crushed peas. Pea I was crushed in, um, pea uh, mash. I was in
2: Islington, somewhere in Islington, and they had pea puree. They had fish and chips and pea puree. That's baby food. Yeah. But I said to my dad, Oh, I have? pea puree and he went what the bloody hell's that and then he went oh so crap mushy peas really <laughs> so yeah crap Sweet. mushy peas yeah because mushy peas have to be
1: like uh. lumpy
0: they're not they're, well they're particular they're marifat peas a yeah. they? so particular type of pea and they're lovely pea. with a bit of mint it's not just any pea put your mint sauce in it and swirl it round oh that's a bit, oh, that's, sauce, a bit yeah.
1: that's a bit posh it's a bit posh
0: i a bit posh so what I liked about
2: this next scene this next bit is the because we've had this before and I always re- reference that fish go wonder um that scene you've got the juxtaposition of the two of them trying to get it on in the hotel room but actually all the time she's trying to, you know, con him and then you have Lovejoy, you do have, as Mark said, that lovely moment with Lovejoy and Charlotte and it, Lovejoy in his glasses and they're drinking, is it Merlot they're drinking by now? Beaujolais, 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 completely wasted on you and, but, but that, have, you ever, have, you, have any of you ever actually read Peter Pan? as in the Because it's a creepy-ass book. It yeah, really is yeah. creepy. He
0: hates mothers, and that's the bit that's really difficult about it. it There's is. a lot in there about mothers are really bad and, and they're really awful. And the book is very different to the... Well, it's not very different, but it's it's different enough to the play. Um, but, but the end is creepy. The end of the book, he basically... it
2: It's almost like some sort of Greek myth. He comes back... Every spring, and basically kid—well, not kidnaps, because I guess she goes willingly—but basically takes the daughter. And the implication is this is going to happen she to do forever and cleaning. ever: daughter, granddaughter. Uh, yeah, but it, until they Don't, come of you, age, find that a no, bit no, 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 no. I
0: find it incredibly upsetting that Wendy can't go anymore because she's too old and she can't go. Like I've—I've I've literally written it down here. Like I can't bear. I can't bear that that was the bit that they read. It makes me cry. Every single time, like, oh no, I can't go anymore. Also, though,
2: how long have they been sat on this sofa? He's not read the whole bloody book, has he?
4: <laughs> well, it's not a short book. <laughs> that, that's the last part. He reads the epilogue. <laughs>
2: yeah, <right>? he <laughs> yeah <laughs> <very> <laughs> last. he's He's, a a block, leave, did? he's <laughs> just read the prologue and the epilogue. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, this is the the version that he reads from because this is this is maniac territory here. It's a mm. book. So he reads from Peter Pan and Wendy that was released in 1985. That's a book roughly 10 years old. It's Hoder and Stoughton. It's the first edition they published. And it's the only one that has that cover on it. But the art in that book is done by a woman named Lucy Atwell. Yes, I've
0: got facts about this book, but I'm going to do it right at the end. So carry on.
4: (laughs) So Lucy Atwell you all know her art because you all know chubby babies.
0: Yeah. And if in my bathroom, I have a Mabel Lucy Atwell thing that basically says, please remember, don't forget, never leave the bathroom wet, nor leave the towels upon the water. That's the thing we never ought to. Okay, I'm absolutely butchering this. The way the poem goes is, please remember, don't forget. Never leave the bathroom wet, nor leave the soap still in the water. That's a thing we never ought to. Nor leave the towels about the floor, nor keep the bath an hour or more when other folks are wanting one. Please don't forget, it isn't done. When everything is said and done, and I can't remember the last bit, even though I see it every single day, I love yeah. her. The ch- yeah. the chubby sort of 20s, 30s babies, they're beautiful. They're They're just... And I wondered, Mark, because I'll say my thing about this book right at the end. When I saw him reading it, I was like, I know that book. Like actual, that copy of that book. I know mm. the book, obviously. Um, and I wasn't sure. And you've just made me realize that I, I know that book even better.
3: So when um, when Joe is in the hotel room with Lovejoy, right, mm-hmm. that next scene, <clears throat> She pretends to run the tub for him, like she's gonna seduce him. And she says, Do you want the tap end or the the stretcher end? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I know it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah. well. I know it's Manchester United, but I don't know why you would call it that. I don't oh, I think
1: it, uh, yeah. I think it's just it was a good reference. The Stratford end is like the end that
3: you want to be at.
1: Like it's like the good. Oh, end okay, of- okay. Well, otherwise you're just not going to be it's comfy. Good what are you can do, lean on the tap. The good
0: so, yeah. yeah. I've actually that written reference. in my notes just for this actual bit. I think where she's in the hotel with Jim. I've written. I'm going to hotel at the end of this month. I'm
1: so excited.
0: <laughs> we're, we're very excited <laughs> about the concert. Am
3: so
1: but um, I just I have to say at this point I was literally like I actually wrote what is going on <laughs> like I was like why has she turned up Is she is she been sent by as I said has she been sent by her family to get the sword back in that case if she can just get it back why has Lovejoy been asked to get it back I mean I was so confused but right now like I was loving it. I was like what not as that-? confused as me because it's not
0: until this point that I've written I think Joe is wearing a wig <laughs> <laughs> press gang <laughs> well, i thought she like uh, straightened
1: her hair it and it made it,
3: it
0: go really massive. i hope
3: joe's wearing a wig
1: <laughs> yeah uh. oh, so yeah so basically like yeah so they were in the hotel room um jim tries to seduce joe by running a sensual bath for them <laughs> and um basically she locks him in the bathroom with this implausible but very handy for the plot um bathroom lock set up uh, and obviously you i know, was gonna
2: say this cannot be a fin. i wrote had she like already scoped out the hotel did she know she was going to trap him like this because otherwise it wouldn't have worked so she must have
0: known that this it, this gets very implausible at this point Well, that maybe if she there would thought, have been a way out of it maybe she was like oh man I'm going to have to have sex maybe she thought go, she'd like
3: grab the sword and run I don't know like yeah. kind of wedged a chair under it or something it was
1: very handy
0: oh yeah this is true I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm
3: I don't think she hard. had I don't think
1: she had a plan because I mean this wasn't her original yeah. plan was it no that is true so that that I think it was true. just very opportunistic it was just like oh how handy it's a
4: it was lucky that the uh um Native American Genocide program was on so she could turn that up loud and cover the sound of him.
0: Yeah, the TV's on in the room, and she oh, just yeah. turns it up super duper loud so nobody can hear Jim being locked in the bathroom. Um, um, without
3: that lock, she would have had to jam him in the trouser press.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yes, that's it. very important Ooh. for the plot. Jim has taken his trousers off and said, whenever he gets to a hotel, he uses all of the facilities, so he always presses his trousers yeah, whether like, they the, need the, it or not. Again, Chekhov's trouser press. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sorry, Helen. I was going to say because she says
1: something like, "Oh yeah, who uses these trouser presses?" and he's like, "Oh well, I always use it." But I mean, it kind of makes sense because he's a cheapskate; he just wants to get his money's worth at a hotel. Um... But she locks him in the bathroom
0: with a key, and then, as I've written in my notes he Secret Sevens the key back. Yeah. Because I learned from reading Secret Seven how to That's get out of the lock through the
2: key's on Quite the other side. you she didn't take the key with her. Yeah. <laughs> she just left the key I mean, in the lock. It's just so ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> she could have
3: just... Oh, they probably paid a deposit, you know, that hotel key. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then she goes off oh. and she nicks the Bentley, which was a nice final touch, I thought. Yeah. So she's
0: taking and his of car. course, he
3: knows that trick with the lock because oh, yeah. he's a rogue, right? Yeah, true. yeah. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. All,
0: rogues, all rogues know that. She has left the key on the other side of the door and locked him in. And so he gets... I don't even know what it is. like a really flat towel. I don't know what it's it is. It's a
1: towel, isn't but it? But he from...
0: sort of pushes that under the door because there's a little gap and then he pokes out the key so it falls on the towel and then he can pull it back and he can get himself out of there so he can yeah. free himself. And then they
1: and then he calls them um, Lovejoy and Charlotte. Well, this is what really shocked me, Charlotte. right? Because... He
0: calls Charlotte. He oh, calls Charlotte right, because she's an old friend. These are what my notes say for this scene. Sobbing, capital letters. Sobbing at the end of Peter Pan as always. And then, why did she leap to the phone so quickly? Lovejoy literally had his hand on her ass, and the phone rang and she was like, oh, the phone! She's like, what are you doing? He's just read you a beautiful book. You've had your fish and chips, you've had your Beaujolais. This is super romantic. I would, I would have let the phone ring, I'm just going to say it.
1: Yeah, I know. But I suppose in those days that was the only way people could get hold of you, so it
2: could be anything. Yeah, but bear in mind, in the, fight, in the last series, they didn't even bother eating the chops. And now there she is leaping up an answering the phone. Yes, yeah, I mean, true. so a lot has changed since they, you know, forewent the chops. Anyway.
4: In my notes, I have Charlotte, the time traveler, because she, when she calls uh, Lovejoy and says, where are you? He goes, you know where I am. You called me, which is <laughs> a thing that we do now all the time. Ooh, where yeah. are you? Because no oh, phone yes. to anything, he could be anywhere. And she's Like in the future, it's future Charlotte.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Nineteen ninety-four. I mean, in... <laughs> unlike you. So yeah. So she's. So they go to help him out. They go to the hotel. And see Charlotte? I, I would turns like up.
0: to say that when Jim rings Charlotte, he tells her that he is in. Mega trouble. <laughs> no, he gonna, says yeah. mega trouble. I love this, this bit. Mega trouble. Hi, Charlotte. I'm in mega trouble. <laughs>
3: mega trouble.
0: <laughs> mega trouble. So I'm going to use that for now when it's really important. Really? The so I'm, if we and get I need you, you both. F- if I message you and say, mega trouble, guys. We know you've lost your
1: trousers. Urgent <laughs> exit required.
4: He goes to the lobby in a towel and has his finest moment.
1: Oh it was. This
0: oh, was brilliant. It was this
2: really the towel was brilliant.
4: When he throws the towel at the camera right that at was, the camera I,
2: I, I knew M would pick up on that as a great bit of camera I wonder how many takes they had to do to get it to basically fall over the lens of the, of the camera yes. it was a
3: lovely little shot that this whole- see I wondered if he did it by accident and they were like oh that's, oh, that's yeah. pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah it was so
2: good but that whole scene where she's tossing up the bill and I do love I mean I know I've said it but that hotel receptionist is brilliant when she's He's sort awesome. of saying £362 and he £300
1: what? £62 and I was thinking like, it, would cost, it wouldn't cost that much more now
0: yeah, was I know, was just, thinking that because I was like, that was
1: significantly cheaper it was like than my a own posh
0: hotel stay yeah. that I'm about to do.
1: It was like this, it was like 2021 prices.
0: Freaking. But when they're in the <laughs> lobby and Jim's caught out and he's in his towel because his trousers have been nicked, I did enjoy that he talked about himself in third person. He says, Jim Leonard,
1: street cred in tatters. And then he flings his yes. he is brilliant I, I quite like him and as well i quite like him. and then yep. she's le- um joe's left a message for him saying thanks for the ride and charlotte says i thought you said you didn't
3: i think i missed that that's so awesome that was
1: the most british that is such a british innuendo i thought reference. that was brilliant brilliant but yeah because oh, so she's yeah she's taken his car which has the samurai sword in the boots so, and then they find the car but without the sword. I don't know why she doesn't just keep I suppose the car is more conspicuous That's why She should have kept it but a bit harder to hide I was going
2: to say you'd be spotted even if you ran yeah, a wig on yeah. If you're
1: driving that Beth has done a
0: very good sketch of Joe for the police I That's assume.
4: true Yes, You bring your idiosyncrasy Your your personal things to Your podcast but I'm like Could you clean the back of your car up <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god that is a messy car
3: <laughs> But she's <laughs> left her Mark messy cars it could be, like, the patron saint of awesomeness character. And if their car is messy, he's, like, villain.
2: <laughs> yes. I agree. Yes. My, my my aunt's car was always like that. And she said when it just got too bad, she used to just sell it and buy another one. <laughs> she would never clear it or, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: you I mean,
0: if I could drive, because I would, would do that. buy a
1: car that's full of rubbish? She was a villain, it turns out. <laughs> I feel a bit sick. I feel a bit sick now. Um, but yeah, then is this where? Because I've written that there's a purse with JW on it. So this is where. Was, yes. Is that like in the car? She leaves it in the car or something? No,
4: no, no. No, no, no. He's in the yeah. hotel room.
1: Ah. So yeah. So basically, yeah. So Jim wants to call the police, which obviously we know. Love so at this point, Lovejoy has gone back to his, um, you know, anti-police vibe. um, so Lovejoy says, "Oh no, I'll find you the sword by Friday." um, obviously, again, to meet his deadline. It's all a little bit confusing because they could just go to the police because it's stolen. Anyway, now it's doubly stolen. Yeah. Oh, anyway, and then Beth, yeah, Beth draws a very
3: accurate portrait of Joe. It's beautiful. Of the wig, the awful wig. So, so the scene where Lovejoy and Jim are standing next to Jim's car when they found it, they are too close. Way too
0: close. But they, yeah. I mean, they love each other. Jim was his mentor and... Oh, they know each other well, yeah.
3: I think. It's, but you know. okay, but there's no reason for them to be that close. <laughs> maybe like
2: they could, you
3: couldn't fit a hand between their faces.
2: Maybe it was something do with the camera lens. And maybe yeah, they had the wrong sort just, of lens of the camera. They were like just technological like, issues. Maybe.
3: Americans have more personal space than a lot of people, I think. And I just kind of want to go. Oh no,
2: back in Britain up,
1: we do as well. It's not very.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: we have a lot. I think we have a lot of personal space.
2: Although more so in more so in London, where there isn't any personal space, we right. have even more of an aversion to people getting kind of in our face. I so, think. But, um, and this is
3: where Jim kicks the boot on the car. But that's the trunk too. You call that a boot too, right?
2: So here, the, the thing that was on the car was it had been clamped. Been so it, it clamped. clamped there, yeah. so we
3: call it a boot. You call yeah. it a clamp. Uh, okay. Oh, okay.
2: that's very we confusing. We can't call it a boot because we call,
3: a, we, call we call the, a boot the trunk. Trunk, is trunk, boot. trunk is a boot. So the- <laughs> and a boot is Canadian. Obviously, boot. Sorry, boot. So Jim kicks the clamp. Yeah. And hurts his foot, and then somehow Frank's it's, foot it's, gets hurt. It
0: doesn't make any oh, sense. Spooky. You then get this fabulous sort of cray
2: twins-esque scene where the two of them draw up, <laughs> and he gets into the back of the car, and they're just both sinister. And you get the feeling, though, that the the what's his name Harry. Yeah. Is, is only doing it because he looks the part. Like, like, at some point, his brother has said, you know what, you look like a henchman. Harry's going, oh, And good. then Harry's like... that's
3: what i got to be, then. And when <laughs> he's
2: going, like, Frank doesn't like pain. Frank loves his daughter. He loves his daughter. And so he I... does that Cole, That was quite good. I, um, I, am a, I, just, a, I just
0: feel we missed... Uh, for some reason, in my notes I've written before this bit, a good mm. Gregory Peck joke didn't actually write down what the joke was. Oh, there was, was a good Gregory. It. There was a great joke... By
2: yeah, because Tinker she says who's ah oh, forgotten what the build up was. Basically,
1: it's like she doesn't know. Beth doesn't know who Gregory Peck is. Beth doesn't is. know, and, and she joke. says
2: who's Gregory Peck. And Tinker goes, oh please
1: don't. Yeah, yeah but, really... but this is the point where they come up with a plan,
0: which is they're going to advertise that they want to buy a sword, and then that way Joe will get in touch with them.
1: It will it's only because they,
2: they've got that printer and they just want to print some more posters. That's all it is. <laughs> they've just they've just... got.
1: But it's like, you know, it just seems like a very long-winded way to go about it. Like, how much time have they got? Like, we know the auction where they sold the sword was on
2: Wednesday. Well, I guess now it has to be long-winded, because now Lovejoy is like, ah, I I did this to frame... I think he did it not to get the sword, but to frame Frank, thinking, not realising the sword was going to get nicked. Now the sword has gone with a woman who hasn't bought it. She's nicked it, so
1: he has no way of finding her. Now he's like, oh, shit. I've written again here what is going on, because when the Weimark's corner Lovejoy and, you know, do the whole, like have a go at him in the car thing, and he goes, oh, Frank loves his daughter. I was like, oh, they're hinting that, like, the daughter is involved. Like, they know. Like, I still thought they were all in it together. Like, they know that yeah. the daughter's involved, yeah. and he's trying to chase after the daughter and get the sword back off her. But no, that wasn't the case. So why did they even mention the daughter? But I, think I was that's very the... confused.
2: Because he says he loves the sword like a daughter or something, he comments. He's saying that, the basically, property is as important to him as his the child. Yeah
1: which which we come to which is oh, kind of I mean, the, was... the whole thing isn't it i guess i mean i was so confused at this point i, was like, I literally have no idea what's happening that's why I, got, I, I have to say i didn't love this episode as much as i think you guys oh, did because yeah, i was like I really
2: it doesn't it. make sense does it I? does it does but at this it point does.
1: charlotte's
0: like Not to me where the hell is lovejoy he has to price up my furniture for this auction um and she also needs to talk to him because something's come up on the computer she's done like another computer <laughs> she <laughs> did she did that and then just magically... Uh, she lifted yeah. her mouse.
3: Like and, it's a like,
1: control. and it's the way she says it, because she like, you, you said, like, what's come up on the computer? It's like, not Sotheby's or Christie's. It's like, Jack's stall. Yeah. Jack's yeah. <laughs> so stall? Jack there.
2: Oh, but we know that Jack hasn't put it in himself because he says so. Yeah, Jack's
1: stall, the antique market. Yeah, we don't know.
4: Yeah, answered how it gets onto the, the, the database. database.
3: Yeah, it's very The bizarre. implication
1: is she, she somehow
2: put it on there. I guess. But um, it's
0: very... But then why would she... Do, I just, that's what I mean. I just didn't get it. Because so it, she
2: wanted Lovejoy to go and figure out where it's, it's it is. It's a bit and, of a red herring
0: because it's not the same sort. It,
2: it, it, no, it's not the same. Oh. No, no,
1: but then she rings... No, it's not a red herring because she then rings him. Yeah, so she lures him to that stall. So basically... She lures someone, him to the stall, Wait, who does? Joe does. Yeah. Joe does. Yeah. So somebody... Uh, Puts in the database, Joe presumably, puts in the database about the sword Ow. being a jack stall. The random sword. To, oh, a Joe's magic a hacker database. now
3: too. She's a cat yeah, burglar and a hacker. Ha- she
2: must be a hacker because all I've written I'm here, guessing hacker in the 90s was a bit easier Maybe it, Maybe there wasn't as much security. She probably just wrote a post-it somewhere and put it on the screen. <laughs> in
0: inverted commas, this all I've written is, it's not the same sword. And then in, in inverted commas I've written, Charlotte picked it up on her computer network. I cannot, I've then written. So yeah, I don't really know actually, what was happening.
1: I was very but, confused. So it's not the right sword, but then Joe has lured him there so she can call him. I mean, she could have just called him. Yeah, it's not as so much fun
4: all over town. And, <laughs> and,
1: and, and, and like, why did she want to get in touch with him anyway? Like, she took the sword basically from him. She wants to give it back to him. I mean, I... I well, she, she didn't take the sword from
2: Lovejoy, Lovejoy I suppose. Well, I but well, she, she, she knew that they were, like... She not that she wanted to somehow like. elaborately... Or, or, I don't know, maybe she does want to give it back but just cost lots of bits of money out of it I don't know, it's never really made clear maybe she just feels a bit guilty At least at this point she's taken her wig off
3: Yeah, so so, so, Because
2: she doesn't actually want the sword she's got a palm off the sword because it is stolen she's got to get rid of it somehow because she doesn't want the sword, she just wants her dad not to have the sword So she
0: thinks Lovejoy wants it because of all his bloody photocopies Yeah
1: Yeah. Well he He does does want it it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but to give it back to her dad, but she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, but that bit makes sense. But I mean, so much of it doesn't make sense. So this is now but the, then she
3: also wants to get credit for finding it for her dad. So he thinks more of her. So why would she give it back to Lovejoy anyway? Uh,
2: you know, it's I niche- think that's an added extra at the end. I think he talks her into giving it back. I think she wants to just sell it
1: on. Oh, it's very mm. confusing. But anyway, anyway I'm not so entirely sure. You're right, the mo- motives fell. I, I just did it again. So this is like a reverse. So, like, Lovejoy and Joe are now at the Blue Ball and it's a reverse of the previous situation where Joe is trying to seduce Lovejoy. In the same room.
0: This is where I find it quite yeah. difficult and I was like, I'm finding sexy Joe rather stressful given she's just out of press gang. <laughs> <laughs> but you know um, what? This scene,
2: actually, this scene was lovely because when Lovejoy... We've seen him do this before with young women he was
0: lovely in this
2: he's very protective of young women and it's when he sort of puts the cardigan or whatever back on her and says you're not taking any clothes off and neither am I and she looks a bit hurt and actually he's so he's basically the father figure she doesn't have yeah. and I've read far too much into this but he... I found the way he behaved in this scene so lovely and when he says I've got one like you at home a daughter I think he's so lovely and he makes
0: her a cup of tea
2: and he makes her a cup of tea, which is very northern. But he just um, also, he has that moment where he remembers the pit, like he realises he who she yes, is. And you, and you sort of add two and two together. But it is also a lovely flashback to that thing with his daughter and the sword, I thought. and I, I Did Roger Marshall write that episode? I'm going to go back and have a quick, mm. have a look.
3: Yeah.
2: But anyway, carry on. And he makes her a cup of tea. And he, and he makes so her a the nice cup The moment when he
3: realises who she is, they superimpose her photo. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and then it at, just, at that like, point, I was there. like, it's very oh...
2: Weird. <laughs> That's probably the height of effects in the 90s that you could yeah. do that. And then you have tinkly, tinkly, divvy music Yeah. at that point. Um, but I, no, I thought I thought that bit in the hotel was really lovely. And then, of course, you've also got the the added amusement of them being in the same room and going to and from the reception again, which is, yep. you know. And, he, oh, that, and, that so, and
3: Charlotte just missing them, right? Yeah. And Charlotte, because he yes, says, that was it, I'm actually. going to room 37. Dip, yeah, dip. and the, woman, the woman's says, like...
0: Dip, dip. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he yes, leaves her it, a voice. He
0: Lovejoy leaves Charlotte a voicemail just to explain what he's going to do. But then he signs off with Dib Dib. Dib Dib. I haven't heard anyone do that for years. It's because he said Scouts Honor and she said, Were you a
2: Scout? I can't see it somehow, she oh, says. I
0: didn't even realize that's so cute.
2: Mark,
3: what's Dib Dib? Do your best.
4: Dib Dib is dub, dub. Do, a, do your best. D Y B, um, not D I B, like the su- subtitles had it. It's do your best. Yeah, ah. Dob is do. We'll do our best. Yeah, and I was actually a scout, so. What's I do,
0: the, can, can you guys remember the brownie is. guide? Well, I promise nah. that I will I do my best, best to my do my duty to, to God, serve, to serve the Queen, and to the help other people, people to keep and keep the brownie, brownie guide law. <laughs>
1: mm. Now okay. it's my God, isn't it? It's not God anymore. And you can say have God, to, and you can say you can say. There's a different version where you would have to say God, and I think there's even a version where you don't have to say anything about the Queen. Um, um, oh. If you don't want to, do you still have to oh, jump over the
0: mushroom toadstool thing Times have that, changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, that was weird. I didn't know that we would genuinely both. We had. I went we had to, to see once week. and went, we "This did. is not no, for me." <laughs> no, I was in Brownie's and Guides. No, <laughs> me too.
4: Exactly what the Cub Scout one is.
0: Yeah, so. mm. but I'm in the Women's Institute, which is like the grown-up version. So yeah, which started yeah. in Canada, full circle anyway
4: my mother is a a women's institute
0: yeah
4: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. and so basically this is where so they're still in the hotel room joe and lovejoy and joe sort of spills obviously lovejoy's realized what's going on so she sort of pulls her heart out exposition central now so she's had (laughs) she's had a row with her dad because basically he promised that he would give 25 grand to greenpeace and instead he bought a sword with it
3: and, and that's she's very like cross. She, got, she comes off all oh, really spoiled brat here. She does. A I sold bit, yeah. the Porsche she gave me. Yeah. And then he wouldn't give this donation. So I just stole his sword. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm supposed to be in Italy.
1: <laughs> it's a, so
3: when dead. it's said out oh. loud,
1: it sounds quite spoiled. Doesn't Cry
3: it? me a river. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's definitely very, very spoiled. Like, yeah, materially at least. She was like, anyway, I showed him. I sold the Porsche she gave me.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, okay I've, I've literally written here yeah. i've literally written here as jim bought it so basically so this is like she sold she nicked the sword to, to her, her dad so i get that bit so she yeah. stole the sword from her dad to get back at him for not giving the money to Greenpeace. that i get then i put then i'm like but because jim bought it she knew she had to get her dad's attention so she re-nicked it i don't understand <laughs> Like I just didn't get the logic I, mean, I think she assumed that I really struggled. she
2: was all, I know what it was she she was going to sell it and she assumed that whoever her dad had sent had sent after it was going to buy it because lovejoy didn't she was like oh shit it has actually now gone to a stranger now I've got to stick because she never intended to like get rid of it completely mm. I think she just intended for her dad to miss it and realize what he'd missed and to then lose a load of money trying to get it back okay I think that was the theory wasn't it so her thinking was I'll nick the sword my dad will pay someone to go after it he'll buy it uh, you know everyone lives happily ever after but my dad's had his pride dented and lost his precious sword which is absolutely not making up for anything in his trousers at all um
3: And none of that would have yielded some money that could be donated.
2: Yeah. No, but, but she's already sold the Porsche. It would have Porsche, just resulted so in a bunch fine. of
3: people losing she money.
2: She wanted to steal the Porsche, to sell the Porsche and just annoy her dad. I don't think she's, she's, the money's already, you know. Yeah, it wasn't She's so really literally doing Jim's,
3: it out of spite. Where does Jim's money go then? The 15K he pays for it? To the auction house.
2: I think the only reason she stole it back off Jim was because she didn't actually want it to be gone forever and also presumably doesn't want her dad to then. It eventually might be traced back to
3: her, mm. I guess. Somehow, but she should be like fifteen k I mean, yeah. minus the fees.
1: Yeah, she. I mean, that's it. She should in the black. I right? get the feeling she hasn't really thought
0: this through.
3: A spoiled girl throwing a yeah. tantrum yeah. hasn't thought it through. I think. I
0: think this is why <gasps> oh, I no. thought she was younger than twenty five. Yeah, was like when I was like
1: 17. She seems <laughs> yeah. younger, doesn't she? Yeah. Like the character, the way she is, definitely seems younger. Maybe she is younger because, to be fair, they don't, there's this little girl, she's about 25. I don't think that that's meant, you know, yeah. She does actually say she nicked the sword to hurt him. She, those are her yeah. words. Yeah. I nicked it to hurt
2: him. And you think, oh my god, you are all so materialistic and awful and deserve everything you get.
0: So Lovejoy and Joe, Lovejoy takes Joe back to her dad he plays quite a dangerous game where he's like hi frank listen i've not got your bloody sword i don't know why he did that that seemed quite frightening um but in the meantime charlotte went to the hotel and they're oh, yeah. gone with her with she's got I'm glad she's got the jumper tied around her neck again she's all gone for like <laughs> peak 90s she with great. the whole... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how to tell you guys this, but the '90s have come back around. So, if you're in your 20s, the '90s are very cool because I saw Charlotte in her Charlotte wearing her jeans and her quite plain t-shirt, and then her jumper crossed over her shoulders, and I thought, God, she looks so contemporary. She she looks like she's from now. And then I had that she is from cold, now. Remember cold realization like, that now was. Only because ago. she
3: doesn't have pleats on her jeans. <laughs> yeah. Right? If she had pleats on her jeans, then you know, okay, no, that's definitely 90s. Yeah. Early yeah. 90s. Because yeah. not even those will come back. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. We could have jelly shoes and bangle bracelets, but we will not have pleated jeans. Oh, oh, jelly so. shoes, wow.
1: But having a... to put the pleat back in them was like, you yeah. know, pain. not what you want to spend your time doing.
4: But it's still not the most uh, 90s piece of uh, clothing from Lovejoy though. The the Raiders jacket has to be the most- <laughs>
1: Oh bless yeah. him, yeah. Yeah <laughs> I love that. Um so basically yeah, like so Lovejoy get they take this all back to Frank and they basically stage it so that actually Joe it seems like Joe has found it to make to kind of, you know, make it up to her dad or kind of reconcile. And Harry Harry is kind of in on it, though, so Harry They've knows. obviously come up
2: with this ruse. Can I just mm. interrupt and say my favourite quote ever? Oh, not my favourite quote ever, that's a bit of an exaggeration. My um, favourite quote in this episode um, is is this bit where when he says, you know, you haven't given me long. He does say how long it was because he said, you've given me three days, is isn't long yeah. enough. And he said, God made the world in six days. And Lovejoy says, and look at it. Yeah, and I like that really because there was that little split second of seriousness. And I quite liked that.
1: It's very no, it's very good. It's really good. Um, yeah. So and basically, like, so it makes it seem like Joe has found it and is the prodigal daughter returning the sword to her dad. And then, so he's obviously delighted, and, and because she's done this for him, found his sword and returned it, he now wants to make the donation to Greenpeace. But then she reveals that she's sold the Porsche. And so they end up with this, having this row, and it's all a bit like basically, yeah. He's never told her that. Would he you
0: Would her. you like to hear my note from this scene? It's the only thing yes. I've written down. Haven't written down what happens. All I've written is, I found this very upsetting for reasons I will discuss with my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wrote. <laughs> So I, I kind of vaguely remember the bit about, but you never did say you love me. And him going, oh, of course I bloody love you or whatever he said. I was like, oh.
3: I love when when she admits that she stole it, Harry and Lovejoy just turn and walk out. Like,
0: like <clears throat> they're like, yeah, we don't need to be in here for this bit.
3: <laughs> I quite like um,
2: Harry. I'm you get here. the feeling he's sort of a slightly unwilling party in this whole thing, don't you really? But I just, I have to say, Em said oh, she wrote down that it was, um, you know, upsetting. I just found this... Massively irritating. I found her so irritating at this point. And he was like, "Of course,
1: I bloody love you." Well, you never told me that. Oh, shut up, both of you! But I was so. Thing is, so Lovejoy keeps going on about his his daughter and how you know he feels like fatherly towards Joe. But where is his daughter? Like we never see his we daughter. We hardly series. We, we hardly, do in a couple of episodes time, but, but we haven't for a long time. He never talks about her hardly ever. Only when it suits the plot, and I was a bit like, mm, you know, you're playing the doting dad, but
2: really, you're not exactly... Yeah. Well, well no, because she's also... she. We find out in a couple of episodes of time she's become an air hostess and she's sort of, you know, whizzing around the world and... Oh, maybe she's just too busy so then. So she's probably too busy. So, yeah. She's, she's probably... I mean, she was never... I, I always found her quite spoiled, actually. I have to say, Vicky or Kate, as she was for the first series. Maybe that's why he doesn't talk about her. He's too embarrassed to admit he can't remember her name.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> it's sweet, though, when he tells... Uh, Charlotte, that they're going. to... Oh yeah, you're his... going to meet my
2: daughter. Look, yeah. But he's obviously never told yeah. Charlotte he's got a daughter.
0: Yeah. Why? Because it's the a shock She's kind of like
1: what?
0: Charlotte says. He says. Oh, I thought she, like, was she just to... was
1: like, oh, I thought she was just like, oh, the... surprised because that's. A it sign could of... be. It could
2: be. I suppose, but it felt like he'd sort of never said, oh, I've got a daughter.
1: It came across more because Jane
2: was very friendly with her. Jane was almost sort of godmothery towards mm. her, wasn't she? Yeah. Jane had.
4: But let's be honest this man doesn't tell you what his first or and or last name is he's <laughs> still, well, close to the best right yeah
2: that, that is that's that is true. true he's very northern male
1: though isn't he let's face
2: it yeah, yeah. not going to so, admit
1: to anything personal yeah so 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 yeah that's like so so joe and her dad so she admits she at the sword and this is the point where lovejoy just sneaks off and harry bungs in some dosh so lovejoy's oh, yeah. happy he's got money goes to the auction where he's meant to be valuing the furniture and charlotte's like where is he but then he turns up and he Says he wants her to meet his daughter, and it's all lovely. And then they and they've screwed over Jim because he doesn't get his money back that he spent on the sword. Wonderful. And once again, then everybody, everything is as it should be. Yeah. They
2: all lived happily ever after. Until I mean, the next and episode. I was just
1: so perplexed.
2: Oh no, I like this. I, <laughs> see, I was proud of myself for keeping up, and then I realised I've probably watched this episode about forty times. So therefore, you know, when I watched it as a kid, I'm not sure if I did understand it. I, it amused me. I liked it. I liked Julia Suala. She's very good. I had a bit of a sort of girl crush on oh, Julia Swallow but at the just time. she's great, isn't she? She is great, she... And I, but I think it was because of her character in in Press Gang as well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the thing that I learned this week, because I looked up details about this episode, that totally stunned me was that this show Lovejoy and X Files cross over. <laughs> yes, they're on at the they same are. time.
0: I am. Um, in... I <laughs> my crush on David David was pretty much disgusting, really. Uh, but I didn't know his name was David Duchovny. Probably until about two thousand and seven or two thousand and eight. We all called him David Duchovny. Our, our <laughs> <our> like <laughs> me and my friend Hannah, my my friend. We were all obsessed with
1: it. So anyway, yes, it sorry, I missed what Mark was saying about it, crossing over. Do you mean just in time? Like they were
4: on at Not the same time? Now, like, like. If Ian McShane had shown up on X-Files, I think my head would have been... <laughs> but they're contemporary. They were airing at the same time. They yeah. yeah. were at the
2: same time. Oh, I loved think. X-Files. Oh, but so that was so the fun. thing. Everyone at school watched
3: X-Files and I watched Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> same. <clears throat> so Mark and I were talking last night. If this Lovejoy was a Midsummer, who would get killed?
1: Jim. Oh. Jim
3: and, and we both agreed gym. that it would be Jim. Yeah. be Jim. Yeah, yeah, in the bath. Yeah, and that Joe would in the be bath. the red Yes, herring. in the in
1: bath. bath. Yeah, <gasps> not yes. that. I, Not that. I <laughs> and, and, and 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 then she and she would have taken the key. And everyone would be really confused of like, how did he get locked yeah, in? Yeah. And they Where's find the him kid? three days later, oh, it's just like, submerged. Uh, what was that
0: thing with Alan Davis? What was that called? <laughs> um, oh, oh, with the Jonathan windmill Creek. when he lived. Jonathan, Jonathan Creek, Creek. When he lived in the Jonathan windmill. Creek. Um, but if you want to kill somebody in a bath, you just have to lift them up by their ankles because then they're that's they're right. Screwed. <laughs> that means yeah.
3: Sarah. because they don't have arms, right? <laughs> I don't want to ask you up, why but... you
0: know that. That's creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Go, to listen. You go, gonna... go to listen to the true crime podcast. That's the truth. Are we
2: going to do what we're going to do? Marks out of 10 first. Yeah. Or...
0: yeah.
2: I, w- I think we should ask our guests first for marks out of 10 for this episode.
3: Oh, I give it like a six.
0: Okay. It's good, but it's not the best Mark. one.
4: Yeah. There's really good episodes this season six. And this is not one of them. It's. It's it's an okay episode. Again, it's like it's like we spend two and a half hours talking about how bad a midsummer <laughs> episode. Is. Sort of like, this is still better than anything else. <laughs> I like the episodes where you get to see how
3: clever and tricky Lovejoy can be. Yeah. Yes, that's true, actually. And I like Tink so much that when those things aren't in there, I can't give it much more than Although, a. Although
2: there are some nice Tinker quotes, the other one that we didn't mention was when. Uh, Beth says do you remember where you were when Kennedy died and he said if you can remember the 60s you weren't weren't there
0: but then he says although that holds true for me through the 70s, 80s and some of the 90s I know,
4: (laughs) good old Tink Uh. yeah I would I'm a little generous, there's not enough Tink uh, and uh, I think that Lovejoy's been cleverer. Mm. You know, I like the clever stuff in yeah. the 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 machinations. Mm. The, it wasn't as clever as he, as he has been. So
2: there wasn't really any in this. He was sort of flying by the seat of his pants a little bit, wasn't he? I think in this one. I liked it. He was though. lucky. I I I, I would it. give it a strong it seven fun. and a half. I was gonna give it seven and a half as well. Yeah, because it was fun. It was funny. There was a lot of very funny. And I think, you know what, I'm going to give it seven and a half just because I felt that the slightly sleazy git got his comeuppance and I quite like that. Yeah. And for the scene with we the town. You
4: should champ. watch more because that happens.
1: <laughs> I, I think I would, I'm also going to give it a six like Sarah because, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I think mate, for me, though, you know what I'm like, if I don't understand what's going on, I can't give it a, a high mark because I'm like too confused. <laughs> And I just I just was constantly questioning why why is that happening? Why is that person doing that? What you know, I just couldn't really concentrate on it. But it did have some really good moments there's some good like set pieces like almost like a farc- farcical element yeah. where like you know charlotte arrives at the hotel and misses them and they leave and the trousers off and whatever it was there
2: was mm. just the whole going back and forth and the way that the receptionist eyes were like back and forth to that was my favorite actually no god it was really funny i almost want to give it more but then i don't because like the previous episode was so good and we've had
0: some yeah, that are so I good i think the previous one's very high score yeah.
3: isn't it i also really like when lovejoy talks to the camera Yes. And he only does that at the very beginning. That's true, really. actually.
0: There's not a and lot And I miss
3: that. That's yeah. what
0: I found really hilarious about Fleabag when everyone's like, Oh, and she talks to the camera, it's so innovative, so modern. No, it's I'm not, like, it's it's not like new. Is it Love Joy? And also, like Miranda, I don't know if you have Miranda. Miranda's great. I love Miranda.
4: Miranda does it too. Well, Shakespeare does it. <laughs> yes. I
3: mean that is true.
4: Direct address <laughs> to the audience is nothing <laughs> new.
3: Ferris Bueller. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, this
0: is true. This is true. Yeah. Did we learn anything? Because I learned something that I meant to say earlier and then forgot to say. Go
2: on. What did you learn?
0: My actual thing that I've written down that I've learned for this episode was, I should probably ring my dad, but we're going to (laughs) ignore that one. (laughs) Because earlier on, I wrote down, (coughs) the Dom Perignon (laughs) pressure is six kilograms per square centimetre, which is the same as a bus tyre. I will never forget this fact. That that's the pressure okay. in the champagne that was just bottle.
1: some shit
0: that Jim Leonard was spouting. I thing that, yeah. that Jim made up as a bit of a sleazy. I mean, I'm going to take it and spout it as a fact myself now when I'm, you know.
4: <laughs> when they did that scene, when he opens the bottle of wine, I think they had trouble doing it a couple of times because they're giddy, both of <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> like they almost spill it a couple of times. <laughs> they're pleased that it worked the right time.
0: It's the blooper you know. reel that I've just done. It's got Hel- Helen's incident where she couldn't open a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and we, Me and Polly were just shouting down Zoom like different suggestions. Oh, was so funny. Like, get, get so a funny. fork and put it in get the a side. Fork. Yeah.
3: I learned that there's little more disturbing than a middle-aged man on a rocking horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, yes. Oh, so wrong. Yeah. So much. Yeah, it was so horrid. much about this was wrong.
4: I I learned that I've been using a computer mouse wrong. Well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do it like Charlie. does. Yeah,
2: work well. I think I learned that if you when you go to the bathroom, just make sure you take your trousers with you. <laughs>
1: yes, and the, and the key. key, and the key. <laughs> I don't know. Oh gosh, I haven't thought of anything witty. I <laughs> I just enjoy listening to all of you, and I was like, oh no, I need to think of something. You don't have to, You can. You, it's, it's, it's perfectly you
2: can fine not have to done. say I learned nothing. I learned, nothing for this episode. I know it all already, and there were no languages in this episode for Helen to just randomly burst into or, you know. To... But
0: did you have an
1: antique of the week, Helen? Oh, yeah. Well, there weren't really many antiques in it either, were there? So, I mean, the sword, I mean, the, the, the scabbard of the sword. The scabbard was, was quite lovely. was lovely, so, I mean, I think it, Love a good it would have to be that, wouldn't it? But, I mean, were there any other antiques? I mean, obviously, you know, our usual comedy antiques like
2: i was going to say i want the because it was obviously very short-lived so it's probably worth quite a lot now is a computer mouse that you can use just by doing that (laughs) that's what i would like as my antique because it must be it was so short-lived that none of us can remember
4: there there was actually a a very nice organ in one of the backgrounds and one of the scenes very nice church organ
3: Mark always knows,
4: notices musical instruments. I was
2: going to say it would go nicely in. I think you'd, you'd probably have to move the the speaker at the back of you, the room that you're in. <laughs>
3: it could maybe go
2: there. Yeah, that would. Yeah. Where
3: was the organ? I actually think it was in um, uh, Frank's. Yeah. House. yeah, Frank's. I did house. not notice yeah. that, and
2: I've seen
0: this out so many times.
3: Because I saw the stops, the buttons that are mm. on it behind Lovejoy's head in a scene. I know what you're talking about.
0: So, do you have an antique of the week that you would like to have?
3: I don't know. I think I got rocking horse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with Jim on it or
2: not with Jim on it? <laughs> um,
3: Pre Jim's ass, I think. <laughs> Untainted by Jim.
1: Because
3: <laughs> I kind of like creepy things. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And a
3: rocking horse—it's always a little bit innocent and a little bit creepy. Definitely creepy. But, but before, I, I don't think I'd want it knowing his ass. You'd have to on give it. it a good wipe down. <laughs> oh, would you? that make yeah. make it yeah. more creepy? Mm.
2: Mm.
4: Especially because of the state of the mood of his car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't know what episode of Lovejoy we're on now—seventy billion or whatever it is. We're certainly at least fifty episodes in, aren't we? uh finally we have an episode where i own the antique of the week i already have it which is the peter pan and wendy hodder and oh yes of course which weirdly i bought in south africa when i was like 14 it was the one thing that i bought from that trip and then when i brought it back i was like that was stupid it's got nothing to do with South Africa or anything. It's
4: a, it's a very weird But It's, cover. Beautiful. Like, it's so beautiful. It's and beautiful. And it's driving me
0: crazy because it's at my folks house. So I don't have it here. If I did, I would show it, but um, hopefully I can ring my dad uh, and convince him to go and get it down out of the loft. Cause that's where it is the attic. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And the Mabel Lucy Atwell illustrations were the reason that I bought it because they're so beautiful. And um it is a strange story it's a very strange
1: story was um it, wasn't it? It to do with like his mother issues like you said and, yeah you know...
0: he, he hates he hates mo- well peter and hates women mothers. actually you know, and, um, yeah. and um yeah it is creepy and wendy and um tinkerbell have got this weird <laughs> relationship anyway but i i love it and i and i was so pleased i was like that's my book That's my book that that I've read. You know, I was so pleased. So I I own the Antique of the Week. I'm really chuffed with myself. Excellent. We've never had that before. We've never had that that before, ever. Do
3: you know? Huh? Do you know what year you bought it?
0: Well, I bought it in 1994, but it's definitely the one with the Mabel Lucy Atwell illustrations. And I don't think it's like a first edition or anything. So.
3: No, I was just wondering if it could be the same one. I guess if you bought it in South Africa. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe.
0: Maybe Ian McShane took it out there, left it on a pub table or something. You can buy the
3: set dressers. It's Mm -hmm.
1: worth £100. I just, yeah, I remember
0: when I bought it thinking,
4: oh, Lovejoy keeps that in his seduction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why I bought it. I was like, come on, I'll need this in the future. This will be useful.
3: <laughs> that day when you run into Ian McShane and you're like, hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to here. So, thank you everybody for joining us and our guests. Um, for this episode you can find us online at Lovejoy Um, or find us on Patreon uh, it's patreon.com forward slash lovejoy actually and you can find Midsummer Maniacs at
4: uh, MidsummerManiacs.com Midsummer Maniacs on any podcast station that you know we're on Twitter as Midsummer Maniacs we're on Instagram as Midsummer Maniacs and uh, we also run the subreddit on Reddit and the Midsummer uh, group on Facebook and the acor Group
2: on- And we will put. And we will. We don't that run our-
3: those. We just run the Reddit one. Um, just run- <laughs>
2: and we will put all of that in our show notes as well. So if you missed any of that, you just go click in the show notes.
3: This has been so fun. Thank Yay! you so much for inviting. Thank
2: us. you so much for coming. This has been absolutely brilliant. This has been just such a joy.
3: Like my face hurts <laughs> from smiling.
2: <laughs> oh well, it's so amazing to meet you. <laughs>
3: oh. thank you so much for having us. Oh, yeah, thank, you. You. Thank, thank you. so much for coming.
2: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. 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 Let's tell
4: You guys did the great thing with Lovejoy of picking a show that doesn't make new episodes. Like, yes. I don't know, I'm not going to get off this thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's for, yeah that's but it. You've signed up for like now. Cause, cause they will just keep yeah. regenerating, you know, the characters will get older, the actors will get older, they'll just get new people in. There's no There's no end. Yeah. There's no end.